Welcome to episode number 150 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where we're going to give you 150 reasons to wake up every morning. That's the goal. That is the goal. So this podcast, I think, is going to be very... It's going to feel very quick. It is. But it's going to be very long. It is. (laughs) So the goal... I had this brilliant or idiotic idea yeah, whatever I mean, it is yeah, it remains to be seen uh to where where we gonna we're gonna attempt to talk about 150 yeah. different topics yeah whether it be uh you know brett how are you today i'm i'm doing okay Oh, I did the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear that beep, we actually have one of those tally counters. Yeah. An official tally counter to keep track of everything we talk Every about. Topic. Now, that one was kind of a cop-out. Right. So I'll ask you a better question. Bro. What? What's better, Ico or Shadow of the Colossus? Shadow of the Colossus. Okay, that's two. That's two. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. We're already in it. So well, the <laughs> we're going to try our best to talk about 150 different things, yeah. um, but keep it, in the similar, keep it in a similar format to our normal podcast. Absolutely. So we'll go through all the subjects, reflections, technology, TV, movies, video games, books, music, food. Love it. Nailed it. Love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so even if you're new to the Keep Up podcast, you'll still kind of get the general structure, but it's going to be like a speed round Yeah, the we're Keep gonna, Up podcast. Some things will range between, we'll talk about it for five seconds, mm-hmm. up to like two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be like previous podcasts where we, we'll spend like 20 minutes talking right. about something. It's it's rapid fire. Special. Uh, Special. Yeah, 150. That is so many hours. It's a big deal. And And, you know, certain things I'm not sure what to count. Like this conversation we're having right now, yeah. that, does this count? No. Okay. No, we got so. we got it. It's got to be things that would fall into a category, I right? Think. Like yeah. specifically, um, you know, so, we'll do it I, that way. Like asking you the question, I counted that because yeah. that's like people want to know. People want to know how you are. And you I'm did glad. ask about my state of being today, though, and counted that as one. Yeah, that I think that's what matters. You think that counts? Yeah, that's a people want to know. Like okay. this is interesting stuff. It is interesting stuff. Uh, so as with, uh, uh, I just realized as with other special podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I do this this thing. This this <laughs> Tim does this this thing. special poem. Yeah. called an ode to chicks. Yeah. Um and for some reason in my head I believe it's ode to chicks 4. Yeah. Cuz I I believe I did one on 50, I did one on 100, and I think I did one just for some reason. Well, I think the original wasn't that on like 14 or something? Yeah, I think it was like the Valentine's, was the Valentine's Day one. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was Ode to Chicks. Yeah. So we have Ode to Chicks 4. Yeah. Now, usually I prepare these. <laughs> Unfortunately, this time, there's I, I didn't think about it until right. literally when Brett was like, oh, let's start the podcast. Right. So Ode to Chicks 4. Mm-hmm. Freestyle. Here it comes. Oh, chick, oh, chick. You smell like a stick. Mm. I found on the floor. And it goes click, click. And I bite. And I crunch. And then I think, what's for lunch? Because you were my snack before I dine. And chick, oh chick, my friend, 
I'm sick. That I couldn't think of a rhyme this time. But today, I say, don't go away. Because damn, chick, you're fine. Oh, to chicks. <laughs> Timothy <laughs> David Martin. Yes. It was honestly... It was a tearjerker. It really, it just went all over the place. Yeah. And, and you know. It was I a could, roller coaster. I could never forget my beautiful chicks. No. Um, not, not, not today. Not today. Not on the <laughs> 150th podcast <laughs> in the year 2021. Yeah. Dude, can you believe we've been doing podcasts for 47 years? No. Me neither. It's, uh, I, I thought we had 10 in us maximum. Uh, right. It's, it's, uh, 10? Uh, once we hit 11, I was like, what's left? We talked about everything. What is left? Yeah. Oh man, 150 things at least, at least. are left to talk about. <laughs> We're three deep. Wow. All right, um, I guess we should get started. Should we hit socials first before we launch into this? Yes, yeah. So if uh, if this is your first Keep Up Podcast, <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the Keep Up Podcast. I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. And uh, we talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. It's comedy and entertainment at its finest. You're mm-hmm. welcome. You mm-hmm. can find us uh, on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. Yep. You can find us on YouTube, mm-hmm. The Keep Up. Yep. Look for The Colorful Running Man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, I guess those are all the important ones. That counts. Does it? It's important information, isn't That's it? That's true, I guess. <laughs> I feel like you're cheating a little bit. Nah, but don't worry about I it. I don't know the rules. This was your idea. What is our first category, Tim? Let's go to reflection. Let's get it. Please, please, uh, a moment to reflect. Uh, uh. I wasn't ready, but we're in Reflections. Anyone who doesn't know what Reflections is, this is where we typically talk about uh, any past mistakes, things we may have uh, misspoken on, as well as listener and audience feedback. And I assume we're doing the feedback thing mostly today. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, last podcast was perfect, as always. Yep. Um, So this time... Uh, for for 150, yeah. uh, the the theme obviously 150 topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought the best way to get uh, these topics out of the people <laughs> <laughs> was to ask. Ask. The <laughs> there was a much better way to say that. That definitely wasn't it. <laughs> it sounded like every better way went through your brain and none of them made it, it out of it your just, mouth. It rejected on the way. And it was like, let's just get it. Uh, awesome. We asked you guys yeah. to provide us with one single word. A single word. For something for us to talk about. Yep. Uh, we got a lot of words. Yep. Um, so we're just going to go through the list. Let's get it. First one, Sarah Daniels. Yeah. Good friend of the podcast. Yes. Uh, how do you, Did we forget how to pronounce her Instagram name? She never responded. Okay. So Nubble. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nubble on Instagram. She said Riff Tracks. Riff Tracks. Um, I think Riff Tracks are pretty dope, but they will never hold up to the original Mystery Science Theater 3000 experience. Agreed, but I've never listened to one, so. I tried one <laughs> one time. It was difficult to get to line up. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my only experience, so I shouldn't be too salty, but that's where I feel. That's where I land. That's how I feel. That's, what? that's how <laughs> Let I Let me free land. you. What, do you remember what movie you were going <laughs> to Transformers. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's That'd be a fun one to make fun of. Though. It was fun. Yeah. I well, the first Transformers I like. Yeah. You should probably count that. <laughs> oh, okay. We talked Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Transformers is good. I like the first one. Oh, the Grizz. Oh, what up, Grizz? The Grizz. They said nachos. Nachos. Big fan of nachos. Yep. Now, my favorite kind of nachos. I was just going to ask you, uh-huh. what's your favorite way to make nachos? Oh, in the oven. So, yeah. 
breakfast style. I, <laughs> I get where you're coming from. Uh, Binox. I, I am a uh, I'm a paper plate. Uh huh. Microwave nacho guy. Uh, you want it as quickly as into your quick system as, as, possible. as possible. It's also nostalgic, and I love it. Yeah, I I, I mean, I agree. I like that. Um, but oven, you get such a crunchy, crispy chip. Yep. On top of that, and uh, here's a separate question: yeah. Doritos or just plain tortillas? Ooh, I like a mixture of the two. Ooh, one or the other. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were agreeing with me. <laughs> oh God! It was like, ooh, I accept that you have an opinion and immediately reject it. Answer the question, please. Please um, answer. If I have both in front of me, I'm going Doritos. Yeah, absolutely. The cheese on it's, cheese. It's the right option. It is correct. Uh, but nachos, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Um, I would say I have them generally. At least twice a month. Yeah. Um, I would say probably. That's a healthy relationship with yeah, nachos, it's like, I think. It's, it's a quick snack. It's delicious. Do you prefer to get them out or make them at home? Which one would you prefer? Oh, home every Me day. Me too. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, when uh, there's too much on them. Enough is too much. Enough at restaurants, it's too much. I'm counting that. We just talked about nachos the whole time. Yeah, but then you talked about restaurant nachos, which are different. No. All right. Luckily, there's a minus button. So All right. Go good. Yeah. Don't don't we? If you're gonna play the game, play it right. Or you're getting red flags. All right. No, what's I next? I want to hit over 150. It doesn't matter if we, we don't have to stop at 150. We can keep going. All right. What are we on? Eight. What's the next one? Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Super Nintendex. He suggested vegan. Uh, veganism would be impossible for me. Uh, I agree. I think I think there's too much good meat mm-hmm. and cheese and what else can't you eat as a vegan? Um, well, animal tested or um, animal, yeah, animal tested products. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's respectable, yep. and I definitely understand the motivation behind you know wanting to see better treatment for animals and things like that. Uh, I do love meat, though. I, I just, I, I couldn't do it myself. But I do appreciate the people that do it because, you know, they're thinking about the world. Yeah. They're being considerate. I, I, I love animals. I'm too, too inconsiderate. Too inconsiderate. I just, I need my chicken. Yeah. Ode to chicks. Ode to chicks. <laughs> All right. Melissa St. Louis. She, hey, suggest, she suggested uh, appropriation. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Quite the term. So, uh, funny enough, in my sociology class, we talked talked about cultural appropriation. Okay. Which is uh, the idea that one culture uh, absorbs um, some traditions or uh, history, whatever, Mm -hmm. of another culture. Yeah. Um, And I think it's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad, depending on how you look at it. Um, And so my opinion on it is I think it's... I think it's a cool way for cultures to um, learn about other cultures. Mm. I don't necessarily see it as bad, but it depends what they take from the culture. That's super interesting. I've never thought of the positive aspect of Like, I guess I do think that is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when people start uh, adopting and experiencing, like, what other cultures have uh, brought to the table, so to speak, or, like, what they were unfamiliar with until becoming more familiar with this culture. Mm-hmm. But... Um, in recent years, the only reference I have for it is uh, the negative connotations of like appropriation of like black communities and black culture. Yeah, and that's definitely like an aspect of it where where it's being stolen. Yeah, like, people uh, the cultures don't have identity. Right. Because like for instance, America steals everything. You know, we sure. Are, yeah. We're very much a melting <laughs> pot of many cultures. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and and I mean, it all depends on perspective. But you're right. There is. It's definitely not like an amazing thing. Well, it depends. I mean, I don't know. Like, cause I, I do like the concept of 
learning about other cultures and even the idea of like adopting some of their traditions and things like that. Mm-hmm. If there's like a res- I don't know what the rules are there. Like, can you respectfully do that? Right. Because I know a lot of the problems with the appropriation of the black community is like the black community is not allowed to uh, like be who they are and express themselves in the same ways that some of their like some of their uh, culture has been appropriated and used like against them almost. Yep. That gets into like a way deeper thing. It's, but... uh, it's not good for this podcast only because <laughs> <laughs> we would talk about it for so long. It's, it's a great, I, I really like the idea of it, but given that <laughs> we have 150 things to talk about. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's something to look into. Like if you, if you haven't heard of appropriation before, yeah. uh, you know, listeners out there, definitely look into it. I am curious though about, like positive is it ever a positive thing and yeah. so i guess that's my response i want there to be a positive aspect to it but i don't know what that is yeah i mean in my opinion like I- i've seen it i mean maybe not specifically but like japanese culture mm. they adopt things from us as we adopt things from them oh, and true. go back yeah, and yeah. forth and it's it's kind of like a mutual agreement it's mutual. that it's like you know we get cool things cool, they get bro. cool things so um obviously i'm not a trained professional to talk about the subject as you're not uh, not yet okay <laughs> but um i think that was excellent suggestion great suggestion Thanks, great Mel. great next we have uh t zaliski tanya yeah Zaleski is the last. Zaleska. Yeah. Tuskaluska. 22. Suggested skin. Skin. Um, I just read an article like a day ago uh-huh. about this doctor who had a collection of, I think it was like Yakuza skin, like oh. tattooed skin. He paid inmates uh, money to, it might not have been Yakuza, but it was uh, like dudes who were fully tatted up. Yeah. He paid them money so that he could skin them after they died and, and keep their skin. Okay. Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah, I think so. That's disgusting. It was because they agreed to it. He was a doctor. Yeah. And he would like put the skin on mannequins and stuff oh like that. Oh my God. Like display it. <laughs> That's messed up. Wild, dude. Uh, I wonder how it looks though, if it looks all right. They showed some it... pictures. It was wacky. Yeah. That's really weird. Uh, Yeah. I got no comment on that skin. Um. Skin, skin. Skin is uh I like great. chicken skin. Chicken skin is delicious. Would you a, do that? Uh, what? How, sell your uh, skin? I don't know. I was <laughs> My tattoos are pretty awesome. It yeah. would, would kind of suck to just like bury them or burn them or whatever. Right, waste the art. Yeah. So Or give it to Rachel. But I they'd have to take the whole limb. Take uh, yeah. my whole arm. <laughs> and just don't like, peel hang off my it. skin. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold the light ball away. <laughs> just, uh, dude, I would take that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think skin is great. Serves a lot of purposes. It's uh, our largest organ. <laughs> That's I couldn't say it any better, Brett. No need to, Tim. Back <laughs> Half to seven projects suggested golden. Golden. The golden moment. The golden moment is a wonderful addition to the world's food options. <laughs> <laughs> it's pizza with a fried egg on top. It is. Well, and a slice of cheese. And a slice of cheese. But there's a very unique way you have to make it. And how's that? Well, we'll make a video about it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Andy altogether suggested the Windigo. The Windigo. Oh, that's like the the creature. Yeah, I believe it shape shifts. Oh, sick. Yeah. Well, it's in um Oh no, that's a spoiler. Never mind. Uh, oh yeah, it is. I almost just said it yeah. for you. <laughs> is it though? Yeah, it yeah. is. Because it's man. Yeah, whoa. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a cool creature. I, I wish I knew more about it. Um, that's kind of why I like it, though. I feel like I don't know a lot about it, and that makes it more of an interesting because it does pop up in media a lot. Yeah, I as know. Far as like, uh, you know, it was in Supernatural too, one of the first episodes, <gasps> uh, and it was a really cool episode. Big fan of it. I need more creature lore in my life. 
like I wonder this. how loud that is on the mic. It's loud enough. Trust me, it'll pick up. Live free or die suggested snacks. Snacks. Uh, big fan of snacks. Maybe my favorite meal of the day, but I got to be careful. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you. Snacks, oh, yeah. they always hit the spot. No yeah. matter, uh, like, after dinner, before dinner, during dinner. Mm-hmm. Dude, throw some snacks my way. I'm happy. Happy. You're a happy boy. You know how you know how important snacks are? How? Because what's the worst feeling in the world in regards to snacks? When you throw them up. When you don't have them. Oh. When you don't have the right snacks, Was dude? that a joke? No. Oh, it sounded like one. No. I, it did sound like a setup. Yeah. I'm just saying that's how you know it's important. Because right. when you don't have the right snack, mm-hmm. you're like, no! You consider leaving your house and getting the right <laughs> snack. Because you need it for that moment. Oh, you need it. <laughs> Our next one is Eric B82. Yeah, what up, dude? Unpopular. Unpopular. The thing about popularity is mm-hmm. it's just so subjective. It only matters in high school. Is that the right thing? Subjective? Yeah. Well, right? the, now it's uh social media has changed That's that. That's true. It did change the game. Yeah. Um but I don't care about popularity. I never mm. really have. So to I try to care about it less because when mm. it comes to like creative projects and stuff, I do care cuz I want you need, I don't care about me. Yeah. But I want like the stuff we make. I wouldn't mind if our podcast was more popular. Mm-hmm. I, and in that right, I dislike unpopular. Fair enough. But that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm indifferent. You know, I I like I, I never think of popularity when it comes to our videos and stuff. I think of it more as like I'd rather have people here who like to listen to us. Mm. So instead of having ten thousand people who are like, ah, oh, that's fine, I'd rather have five hundred people who are like, I really like that. I I like that. Yeah. That opinion is not unpopular amongst the keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's great. Okay, we're at 15 right now. All right. We're almost, we just got to do that 10 times. We're almost halfway there. All right, let's what? go. And what? the final one. Oh, I lost the picture. Suggested by Uncle Mike's Pop Culture Market. What up, dude? He suggested supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. What a word. That is. What a word. Can you spell it? Yeah. Go ahead. Do we have time for that? Yeah, go ahead. S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I. <laughs> what letter was that? Wait, are you looking at it? Yeah. Hang on. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, here okay. we go. S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-F-R-A-G-I-L-I-S-T-I-C-E-X-P-I-A-L-I-D-O-T-I-O. O-U-S? Oh, my God. <laughs> you were one letter off. No! <laughs> one. one letter? When you said, Which letter? You, when you said T, it was a C. Expialidocious. You said T- Oh, <laughs> T-I-O-S. Oh, it's C-I-O-U-S. Oh. Literally oh, no! one letter. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. In- incredible. First off, Thanks, were you man. good at spelling bees? I Oops. was okay. Uh, Ardvark kicked me out of one one time. Ardvark. It stuck with me forever. That one seems like an easy one to spell. How many A's are in the beginning? Oh, I would assume just one. Yeah, it's two. Oh, what yeah, a twist. I was pretty pissed. Dude, you're a good speller. Thanks, I, I would get past super. That's it. That, it was really hard to remember. Yeah. I Do they read it out in the song? I don't think so. Incredible. No, I was just trying to remember which 
In my head, that word is segmented. There's mm-hmm. super, there's cala, there's fragilistic, there's XB, and yep. then there's allidocious. <laughs> Did I say enough letters? It didn't feel like yeah, enough you letters. Yeah, ev- you said every single letter except for one. That's or you, C. you said the right amount, and you just oh, switched. That's brutal. Defeated um, by the C, bro. Incredible suggestion. Yeah. Um, and so that's all we had. Great one. That's it. Reflections. Yeah. And now we go into uh, uh, technology. Technology. Let's go. Technology. All right, technology. Uh, you have a technology and miscellaneous. Because uh, a lot of things belong there. Okay. <laughs> I will accept that because I don't have time to disagree. Uh, toasters, number one. Uh, I love toasters. Yeah. I think they might be one of the best inventions in recent the history. The standard toaster? The or standard like, toaster. So s- slices of bread, put them in the top, Yep. put it down, pops up. It makes bread 4,000 times better. It does, yeah. Yeah, just toasting in general is mm-hmm. a uh, a really great feat that man has uh, accomplished. Right, right. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> uh, iPhones. iPhones, interesting. So I threw that on the list specifically because I was thinking of a world without iPhones. Mm. Do you think the world would be better or worse without iPhones? Uh, better or worse? So I think it would be. It depends what you associate with iPhones, because if you associate all of the progress technology has made, which has largely been due, uh, uh, or Apple has been a big part of, I'll say it like that, Yeah. Um, then, yeah, that's tough. Better or worse, better or worse. In my, my life would be very different, yes. because I utilize the product so much, mm-hmm. so my life would be very different. I don't know if it would be better or worse. What do you think? I don't know either. I think in some regards, yes, it would be better mm-hmm. because I th- I feel like a lot of people spend time on phones. Yes, I'll give you that. Focusing on technology mm-hmm. where we could be experiencing life more. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, the limitless knowledge. I think people are a lot, depending on who you talk to, are a lot smarter today than they mm-hmm. ever were, <laughs> <laughs> depending how they utilize the technology. That's a, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, because I think we're we're an adaptable species. Mm-hmm. So it's like if uh, if we don't have if we have less technology, life's just different. Yeah, I do think we're in desperate need of balance, mm-hmm. and we're still figuring that out. Yes. So you almost I almost wish we still had iPhones, but things were progressing a little bit more slowly. I see. So you wish we were at like older. We we're we're on like iPhone four now. Like or why something. couldn't we be still like running AOL for like a little bit longer than it <laughs> lasted? You know. Yeah. And just everybody slowly adapts. Maybe we're still on MySpace. You know, yeah. we didn't already blow by Facebook mm-hmm. into Instagram and everything. We're in right. Just to, we're too fast. You think it's, it's too, too fast? fast. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to adapt to. So I don't know. Those are my thoughts. I agree. Oh yeah, next one. <laughs> I I've... accidentally locked my phone. Sorry, I lost the <laughs> flow. Uh, so uh, cars, cars. Big fan of cars. Me? I don't know. I just said it in a way that. <laughs> Could have could either continue. been a question or a statement. I don't know. No, I wish we went back to buggies. Buggies? Yeah. I do like older cars. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the money to either um, buy an older car and restore it mm-hmm. or just buy like a dope, crazy car that is current and cool. So what's your favorite car? Um, Favorite car... I'm a fan of the evolution of the uh, Corvette. Okay. And uh, also uh, Jeeps. I really want a Jeep. Oh, yeah. You've always really liked yeah. Jeeps. Uh, me, personally, I don't. I have no. No favorite at all. No. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a car guy. Not a car I Don't guy. know much about cars. You yeah. know, I don't even drive, so. That's true. So, uh, yeah, no cars. <laughs> all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Next on the list, a jet. A jet. Do you, 
would you ever go into a jet if the opportunity was provided to you? Um, do you ever, maybe. Would you ever ride one? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I'm not like afraid of planes, really. Yeah. Are you? Uh, no. No, I love planes. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. I don't like cars. Love planes. Yeah. You, don't, um, you don't fly planes. How come you love those so much? Because I love them. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, jet, absolutely. If the opportunity is provided, jet steel. Jet steel. It's the only way to get around. <laughs> That's all he does. 0% APR. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing from that, yeah. bungee jumping. Oh man, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do I it. I don't think so. Would you? God, it seems so weird because yeah. you're literally jumping off with a giant rubber band attached mm-hmm. to your back, and and I've seen videos where they snap, they get tangled. They there's a lot that happens. Yeah. I don't think I would either. Yeah. Um. My fear of the, or I should say, my distaste for the uh, feeling of falling quickly. Mm-hmm. Has greatly grown in in uh, recent years. Yeah. So, like, I've done a couple park rides at Canopy and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I used to have like a tolerance for this thing. Do not like not it. Not anymore. That feeling of falling, dude. The Star Blaster. Yeah. Don't ever put me on that. I've never been a fan of that, but I do love roller coasters. I still love roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I'll take a roller coaster all day, but I'm not a big fan of the Star Blaster. And I did the Pirate Ship. Yeah. And you just hover a little <laughs> too <laughs> long, just an extra second yeah, too much. Yeah. I don't like that. Plus, Jazz came on with me, and he was a little too short at the time. So. I was basically holding him in his seat so he I didn't fall. I remember that story. Yeah, that was so scary. He didn't get lodged. Did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next on the list, aliens. Aliens. What about him? Uh, do you think? And I know we talked about it before, so mm. this will be real quick. Do you think aliens exist at I th- all? I think they're. Uh, I don't. I, I'm currently of the mind that they're interdimensional, not uh, interplanetary. I see. Yeah. So they're in just a different dimension. That's what I think. Okay. No, that's that's a good. That's. That's a good way to look at I it. I think some, there's some exploring to be done there mm-hmm. uh, rather than planets. Yeah. Because I kind of think the solar system is set up uh, for our uh, perfect existence here on this planet. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I'm not saying there's not something, you know what I mean? It could be anything. So what about you? I think there's definitely something out there. Yeah. For sure. I think I think just... Which planet? Statistically. Um, Mars. I think if there's yeah. anything, it's on Mars. Yeah. Um, because it's the closest to Earth's yeah. uh, atmosphere and such. Oh. Um, so I think if anything could, because, uh, you know, we keep hearing they found like sources of water. They found, you know, like amoebas and mm. stuff like that. Amoebas. So. Amoebas. So, yes, definitely something out there. Yeah. What about ghosts? Uh, ghosts. Uh, yeah. So I I definitely believe in like spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's so vague. <laughs> but I, mean, I believe in spirits. My, uh, what, is, what is the point I'm trying to make? I think uh, there have been enough experiences and um, like records of strangeness happen, spiritual experiences, things like that. Because I think there's an interesting, like some people who are not, uh, let's say, are not involved in any kind of like faith mm-hmm. will say they definitely believe in ghosts. And then there are people who say ghosts are not a thing, but they're really involved in some sort of spirituality. Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing, mm-hmm. that those two things are separate to people, because I think that it might not be ghosts like the way we think ghosts are ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, but there's definitely, there's like, I think uh, other... I think there are spiritual things that happen that aren't necessarily ghosts, but more. But like... But it might be. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, if we're talking about, if we can all for a minute mm-hmm. just say yes, there's some sort of like spiritual aspect to our existence. Yeah, then it would be silly to think that the like experiences people have had with like weird houses that have certain happenings there that mm-hmm. there's not some kind of like residual like 
existence there. Right. Because it would, it would almost there. discredit everything else. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's either one or the other. Right. You can't have both. And then it's just figuring out like, yes, okay, there people have had experiences with ghosts. Mm-hmm. Now it's figuring out what is that actually? And maybe we can't know. Right. I don't know if we can know. What do you think? Uh, no, I, th- I think I... I'm I'm very much in the mindset of I need to see it to believe it. Sure. I I because I I haven't had any like I've had a couple creepy instances, mm-hmm. but I've I've convinced myself it's all my mind just like doing stuff. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's how I feel like anybody who has an experience, you know, uh, it's kind of like uh, could it just be their mind and them assuming things mm-hmm. and making stories up? I don't know. I just I would I need more evidence. Sure. Um. Because I, I feel like everything I've seen so far, it's all possible, mm-hmm. but I believe in aliens more than I do ghosts. Interesting. Yeah. Based, so present your evidence. Of aliens? Yeah. Um, well, we exist. And because we exist, statistically speaking, there's something <laughs> out there that's got to exist as well. Interesting. Where ghosts are just an idea, really, when you think about okay. it. They're the idea of like, after you die, you still remain in some form. Do you think there's any spiritual aspect to people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I would say, to me, like, God and stuff, existing makes more sense than ghosts. Oh, interesting. So you separate those things. Yeah, because... Not uh, that God was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Is God yeah, a ghost? Right. <laughs> Good question, Tim. <laughs> um oh. That's so, uh, yeah, because it makes more sense that we go somewhere after, mm. like like your idea with the dimension, we go somewhere else. Interesting. Okay. Or we just end. Oh, you know, I it see, could yeah. be either or, um, but it makes more sense to me that we go somewhere in a different dimension. Mm. That, But it's, I mean, you know, it's all just what you believe. It's what wow, you choose. So. Yeah. Uh, that went deep. That did. That gets two. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple topics right, mixed that's... in there. I think we could slide by. <laughs> oh, shoot. That was good. That was great. Okay, are you a fan of plans falling through? Oh, man. <laughs> are we, give as me... humans, are we all excited when plans don't work out? Now, give me the right set of circumstances, and absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I'm bummed. Yeah. If it's something that's supposed to be productive, mm-hmm. this is what I found out about myself recently. If it's something that's supposed to be productive, like if today you or I couldn't get together, yeah. I'd be like, bummer. That would be, like, with how much we planned, that yeah, would be a huge bummer. Huge bummer. But then if it's like, you know, oh yeah, we'll link up Thursday night after work, mm-hmm. and then I get out of work, and I'm like, man, I would love to just do nothing right now. And then that person's like, yo, sorry, I can't do it. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Woo! Yeah, and <laughs> you know what I that's mean? exactly it. And it's funny because I feel like everybody feels that. A lot that. of people are like that. Um, I know there are some people who like enjoy hanging out all the time and doing things. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. But more often than not, I see people post online and they're like, oh, plans fell through, got nothing going on. <laughs> LOL. It's kind of nice. I sometimes. love it. I'm I'm awful. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. Clearly, it's a it's a regular thing. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brett likes the beep every time. It works finish. every time. <laughs> well, all right, what's next? Uh, YouTube, YouTube. What do you think of YouTube? I love it. I think YouTube's only gotten better mm-hmm. um, because it went from just watching that same person fall over and over again <laughs> to watching tons of people fall many different times, <laughs> many as well as educational opportunities. Yeah. Uh, I think you nailed it. I I am I'm not a fan of the algorithm mm. um, as both a content poster and a watcher mm. because the other day I watched this like 10 second anime clip yeah and it's just like some scene from an anime I don't even remember, remember what it is but now my entire feed is filled up with like 
every scene uh, from every anime. That's all you get. Now, and yeah. and it's it, but there's a there's a market out there because mm-hmm. people are like there's ads on these videos. They're ten seconds. Yeah, and it's just like. Just, just seen from the anime, but yeah. there's like four million 10 second videos. <laughs> so, like, when I'm trying to find like anything else to watch, yeah. it's like, but you want to watch this, right? That being said, I do get sucked in and I'll watch like 20 minutes of yeah. 10 second anime <laughs> clips, and I'm like, I don't want to like, watch how did this, I get here? but it works, and it works. Uh, but other than that, I do enjoy the platform. Okay, next up, a little special, little special treat. A little I have special this treat. 3,000 would you rather questions. Holy heck. Uh, so, Brett, pick a number. One to 3,000. Uh, 1,052. Okay, 1,052. Let's see, I should have. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll make all that. the numbers be around that. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather use your car's AC or drive with the windows down? Drive with the windows down. Uh, there you go. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, windows down. It, the only thing is there's, it's like too much sound. Like it's, it is loud. Yeah. Um, but it, given the option and, uh, let's say I'm not highway driving, mm-hmm. I want the windows down and the music loud. Okay. That's the vibe. I, I'm with you. I agree. Yeah. I already did the beep. So, right. uh, <laughs> pick a number between 901 and 915. Uh, 914. 914. Would you rather start a rumor or spread gossip you overheard? Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Spicy business. Uh, start a rumor. You'd rather start a rumor. Same. Yeah. Gossip is the devil. It really, it, it like, uh, yeah. Starting a rumor sucks, but it might not go anywhere. Right. Um, and I could say something ridiculous. Right. Where we're spreading gossip, it's like whether or not it's true, people are like, oh, yeah. But I, then is a rumor worse because it's like definitely made up? Uh, gossip might could be either way. That's true. Yeah, I think the rumor. I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, between 1,231 and 1,245. Ooh, uh, 36. Okay. Would you rather wear stretchy pants or sweatpants? <sighs> I think... So. Stretchy pants. Sweatpants. I do love sweatpants, I don't... but stretchy pants, I'm going to be able to throw together an outfit with some stretchy pants. Yeah, I don't generally wear stretchy Wait, pants. Wait, does that mean like yoga pants? I don't know. I'm going sweatpants. <laughs> you changed it. I like a, I like a nice snug like... pair of jeans, Yeah, but I'm not at yoga pants level. No. And sweatpants I can still accessorize. Yeah. I'm going to go, go sweatpants. Sweatpants. Okay, I agree. Cool. Um, three seventy six to three ninety. Uh huh. Uh, three seventy seven. Would you rather spend the night in a dumpster <laughs> or a porta potty? Oh, <laughs> dumpster. Let, all right, let me pitch you this. Yeah, I'm ready. If you're spending the night in the dumpster. Uh-huh. There's nothing keeping people from just tossing stuff on top of you. <laughs> But if you're the porter, oh, I guess you could lock the porter potty. You could lock it, dude. You don't know what diseases are no, sitting in a don't. porter potty, sitting in there for overnight. Because a dumpster, you can at least lay down. I'd find a, like a couple trash bags and like go under them and like have them as a blanket. Oh, I think I'm going porter potty. <laughs> oh, dumpster. At least for it's sure. my own little, my own little space. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> how many was that? We each did. That was four. This this one will be me, you me. <laughs> Let me add that one. Um, you asked me one, then yeah. I asked you one. Right. Then you asked me one. Yeah. I just asked you one. So we're on the last one, technically. <laughs> you want me to do it? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> this book's dope, by the way. It's super. I, I use it for my streams. Oh, it's sick. like one of the rewards. So That's it's smart. It's really cool. Uh, 991 to 1005. 1000. Number 1000. Would you rather the planet has less pollution or less population? Less population. Easy. 
Now, really? I, I say that because I feel like the the effects would be better. There would be less po- uh, pollution. There would be less. So you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Overall, and plus, I think there's too many crazy people in the world, and I think it would even out. So you're just gonna Thanos us, I just like that. See you later, punks. I think uh, let them live. Give us a little less population. I'll kill them all. And I mean a little less pollution. <laughs> wow. Subconsciously, I want us all dead. Anyways. <laughs> I know, it doesn't say by how much. What if it's just like five people? I know. I'm like, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no problem, <laughs> which is awful to say. I'm going to go less pollution. No, it's a very scientific approach. I yeah, I try to think. I got you. So I we you. are um, going slower than the time. So um, that being said, so we're at 32. We're at 35 minutes. Okay. So, so just just so you know, we're, we might go over 150 minutes at this right, rate. Here we go. Yep. S- speed round. Okay. We're going to speed it up a little bit and catch up. Okay. Shaving. Um, shaving. Wow. What a speed <laughs> round. We are really k- making up for lost time. I don't know why. I mean, I we are crushing it. I don't shave very often. I don't like it. That's all I'm looking for. Okay. I don't like doing it. Uh-huh. I like the ability to shape my facial hair. That's cool. Did you count it? No, oh. I did. Favorite toy as a kid? Favorite toy as a kid, I had a uh, E-102 Sonic Adventure action figure. Oh, sick. Which is like the little robot guy. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I played with him a bunch, uh, and I don't know where he is now, but... Um, that is so sad. To, yeah, to this day. And the figure is like 150 bucks now. It's, wow. Yeah, it's it makes me sad, but... I'm going real young with this one, but yep. dude, did I love my sit and spin. You're st- <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, that's the thing where you sit on it and spin. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> that's, it. I still like that. It's those. all in the name. I know. I want an adult size one. Dude, they got to have it. They must. All right. Fav- favored car? Favorite car. Oh, yeah. I threw that we in hit there. that earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're catching up. Yep. Sports. Yeah, uh, the question, my thought with this one was, what's your favorite sport? My favorite sport to play yep. is basketball. My favorite sport to watch mm-hmm. is uh, football okay. and or skateboarding. Okay. Uh, I can never keep up with seasons, but yep. I love sports. I can watch pretty much anyone, and I love learning the rules and playing any game. Okay. So that translates to sports for me. I like your perspective on it. I was going to say sports, I'm indifferent about. I yep. like I like playing them. And I enjoy watching like the big games, okay, um, like the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know how many questions we answered there. To, Sixteen, to be honest. <laughs> Sixteen. Um, but uh, to to continue, my favorite sport to play myself. Um, does frisbee count? Yeah, <laughs> I love frisbee. Heck yeah, I love just throwing the disc. I love frisbee, dude. So good. <laughs> and to watch, um, probably football. Football. Cool. All right. What? what how many are we counting there? Two. We, we asked. We favorite. named a couple sports. Yeah. We yeah. We'll do one for favorite. And another one for something. <laughs> weather. Oh, yeah. I was just going to ask, what do you think of weather? I think it's it's crazy, and I think New England is like, the. it's just war. We, it's <laughs> I don't know what to wear. I don't know what I'm up against. It's never consistent. Never. Uh, which I think is fun, but the, the concept of weather, that we constantly are in different temperatures, yeah. uh, is so, I don't know, it's just a crazy aspect of life. As much of a throwaway question... And small talk as as like the discussion of weather is, it yeah. makes sense because we're all experiencing it at all times. Right. And in New England, you like never know what's gonna happen. It's a legit question here yeah. because it's like, you know, literally, how's the weather? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm asking you. I've been inside for three hours. It could be like anything out There's there. There's tornadoes. How Who is knows? the weather? <laughs> Uh, missing dial-up. Do you miss dial-up? Uh, I kind of do. I miss the noise. I miss the noise, and I miss... Because it's like... 
nowadays we take it for granted. We'll take I can, it for, I can yeah. look anything up instantly. Yep. With dial-up, it was an experience. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to load up a picture, if you wanted to play a Flash game yeah. or anything, it was, you know, right. like a 15-minute process. I don't know. I like... I like taking time with things. You know what happened now is people's expectations have changed. So mm-hmm. Google takes more than two seconds to boot up and yep. people are calling Apple support. Garbage. Yeah, that's junk. Yeah. I'm going to change my ringtone to the, the dial-up, dial-up noise for people sure. People are going to have like flashbacks. <laughs> I know. PTSD. <laughs> flash games, death. No more flash games. No more flash games. And I'm very sad about that. It is sad. There is an archive available that's for, cool. for people who don't know. I believe it's just archives.org. What's the last time you played a flash game? What's the first game that comes to mind? Um, so Cartoon Network had a giant collection of, right. of Flash games. And my favorite one was uh, Vacation Resort. Mm. And it was just an adventure game. And you would play as, I think you could choose like five different characters. And you would go and collect items. Mm. Uh, and it, I don't know, it was just really fun. Yeah, that sounds great. And uh, I did you ever really it. play Flash games? I'm sure I had. I can't really think of any. So we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're still behind. Uh, let's see. Trading card games? Um, yeah, I was going to ask, did you play any trading card games growing up? I really didn't. I um, I was super into just, just trading cards in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as... First, it was like sports cards, and then it turned into like comic book and movie cards. Uh, then I started getting into Magic and Pokemon, but strictly mm-hmm. for the art. I never really played any of so the So you games. were more in the collecting aspect. Exactly, yeah. Which, same here. I was very much a collector of the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! was the only one I really enjoyed to play mm. and collect. Mm. Um mm. 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 <laughs> but yeah, that was it. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh has always been huge, and I still love it today. And you still play it? No, God, no. Did you play it? Uh, back in the day, oh, yeah. you did. Um, uh, not like competitively or right, anything, right. but I played a bunch with friends, and and but it's it's the rules really changed a lot now. Yeah. Um, it's just it's too much. But <sighs> enough is too much. Enough is too much. But I still love it. Still great. Favorite mm-hmm. fast food toy? Ah, uh, yes. Do you have a specific like fast food toy? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so it was a whole series of Sonic figures at McDonald's. Oh. They were amazing. And I specifically had the Sonic one was one of those, like, you click it into uh-huh. a base, which was like a Green Hill from Green Hill Zone. And you, yeah, it's just like that. Just like that? Yep. Um, he's got a Bulbasaur one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like a little green smoke cloud. And yep. then you would click Sonic into it and press the button and go. <gasps> and when, what, what year did that come out in? Must have been. Let's see. When did Sonic come out? 92? Uh, Something like that. So yeah. I would say it was probably around then, like 93, 94. Also, it was like uh, celebrating the game. It was yeah. Like, that's cool. It was really that good. It was that big that it had its toys so oh, quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, mine was Pokemon. I love the Burger King Pokemon toys because uh-huh. um, they had such a different variety of like they had the spinning top. They had that Bulbasaur. They had the, the cards. Yeah. Like it was such a cool treat to get with your food. Yeah. That's a really good one. Nailed it. So good. <laughs> Are they, can you find those now? Uh, what the Pokemon toys? Yeah, uh, I've I have a couple. I have that Bulbasaur. Um, I have other ones floating around, but um, yeah. Oh God, too long. Uh, <laughs> Rubik's cube. Yeah, have you ever solved a Rubik's cube? Never. Me neither. And I don't plan to ever be able to. I just I don't think it's possible. I no, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. People do it. Yeah, I, I'd like to do it once in my life. I'd like to know how people who know how to do it mm-hmm. think about it because there's obviously a mathematical. Mathematical. Math <laughs> yeah, it's a math, it's a very uh, medical process. Right. <sighs> All right, TV. TV. Television. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a suggestion here. Yeah. Let's see how fast we can get through TV. Okay. Uh, but with saying legitimate things about each one. Right. It can't just be like cool. 
Right. Good. Right. Right. A little more than that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want me to read down the list? Yep. And Mandalorian season two. Uh, I thought it was really good. I found the uh, uh, the scenes to be really awesome. The the fighting to be really great. Uh, better than the first season. Better than the first season. One of the best things Star Wars in the world. I think it's mm-hmm. just one of the best Star Wars installments of anything ever. Boba Fett's amazing. Uh-huh. I love uh, everything with Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was gonna call him by a different thing, but I won't because it could be spoilery. So great. Uh, every episode's amazing. Mm-hmm. And Lone Long Gone Gulch. <laughs> Long Gone Gulch. So this is a... Uh, oh, Long Johnson. <laughs> oh, Long Gone Johnson. You typed it Lone Gone Gulch. <laughs> is that what I did? It doesn't matter. Disregard. What is it? Long, long Gone Gulch. <laughs> it's an animated uh, uh, pilot on YouTube. Okay. Um, the animators, they they worked on a bunch of like Disney stuff. Hmm. Uh, but it, it was it's super good. It's a yeah. Western oh, cool. um, with uh, elements of like uh, uh, animals, like anthropomorphic yep. animals uh, being like alive in this world, obviously, but uh, controlling this town. Uh, cool. It, it, long story short, it's really good, worth a watch. It was kickstarted, um, so it's only one episode. Uh, incredible. It was it was super good. Long Gone Gulch. Yes. Oh, Long Johnson. <laughs> Bernie Sanders Mittens, maybe one of the greatest meme creators of all time. And I put it in television because it came from the inauguration, right. which was on television. Right. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like it very much. Really? I, it doesn't make me laugh. I don't know Dude, why. Dude, there have been so there have been a couple. At first, I was like, all right, it's getting old, and then a couple came out of the woodwork, and I was like, that one got me. Yeah. Old album covers and stuff like that. I do want to pair those mittens. They look comfy. Did I press the button for that one? I don't think so. Okay. Doctor Who. Doctor Who, uh, I just wanted to say people should uh, give it a chance. It's one of those shows mm-hmm. that like people make fun of. They say it's for nerds. They say it's very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not so much the original stuff, but since like they rebooted it um, 2004, whenever yeah. they started, uh, it's really good. I've always really liked it. Um, I fell off after a little while just because... I do that with shows, apparently. Sure. <laughs> I did it with The Flash and stuff like that. So, um, But yeah, I, I'd suggest watching it. It's it's good. Well, this one's really long, and if you're going to get into it, I feel like the way to do it is to get fully into the universe and like immerse yourself. Yes. And I haven't done that yet. Um, I've seen a couple of episodes that I thought were really good and was told by fans I should watch to see if I would like the series. Mm-hmm. Turns out I would probably like it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't dove in yet. That's okay. I know. Too late to watch a show? So, uh, to go off the Doctor Who idea, mm. is, is, is it ever too late to watch a show? Sometimes. I'm starting to think that there is a cutoff, mm-hmm. but I don't know if slash when that is, mm-hmm. because I'm watching shows right now that are like 30 years old, and yeah. I'm still enjoying them immensely. I will say, when an anime has 7,200 episodes, that's a little off-putting. Right. It's It's gone on for too long. Like One Piece, for yeah. instance. That's like one of the longest-running animes ever. Uh, and I just can't get into it strictly because yeah. of how big it is. Yep. Um, so I think there is a cutoff. I think it varies per show or genre. Yep, I agree. Long series versus short series. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. I think it's about talking about whether you prefer a long series or a short series. Yep. Love short series. I was just talking to someone about this. Give me 12 episodes of like 40 some odd minutes mm-hmm. and maybe a second season if yep. the show bangs mm-hmm. and then wrap it up nicely. A hundred percent agree. Let it's, me move on. Uh, yeah. Don't need anything that goes on more than like even like four to five seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, me. Yeah, good. I know. <laughs> Twenty four. I've never watched it. I know. Yeah. Very so little about um, it. to to talk about long versus short, my idea was um, there there are series that I want to watch, and I don't know if I ever will get to them. So it was Twenty Four, mm. Lost, oh. and The Wire. Yeah. And and I want to watch them all. Yep. But I don't know if it's too late or if they're too long at this <sighs> point, dude. I so. I actually work with someone who just started The Wire this past year mm-hmm. and is absolutely loving it. People I'm, sh- I'm sure they're great. Says it's one of the best shows ever. You've never seen 24 or Lost? No. 
dude, I want to kind of watch. I kind. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Keep Up Podcast. <laughs> I kind of want to watch those together because yeah. I can't believe neither of us have ever seen any of those. I. Those are like clutch, important shows in television history. Lost, I hear, gets kind of wacky at the no, end. But that's why I want to watch it. Right, I want my own opinion. Like, <gasps> I want to. Did you watch The Sopranos? No, me neither. Oh, so we got to watch all these shows. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Only because you threw Sopranos in. Absolutely. Thundercats. <laughs> Thundercats. So I rewatched the first episode. Of the original? Of the original. Dude, it's a wild show. It's crazy. The first episode. First of all, I didn't even know there were aliens. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, they start off on a spaceship being attacked by another. It's like, insane. I, nothing made sense to me. Nope. Um, it's, it, it was so good, it makes me want to watch the whole series. Honestly, I watched the first season or like the first volume of season one. DVDs of cartoons were weird when I got them. Yeah. They're still weird. <laughs> uh, but it was really good. The yeah. action scenes held up. I there's, was like, this show's like a dope. legit story. It's not yeah. just like a, a kid's cartoon where every week it's like, who's the new villain of the week? Right. Sure, it does apply. Yeah. But there is like an overarching story. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was way more in depth than I thought. Snarf's a little annoying. It's still, yeah. <laughs> Mummies Alive is a show that I remember from like the they were anthropomorphizing everything. Yes. Let's try that again. They uh-huh. were anthropomorphizing everything. Uh-huh. There it is. There you go. Mummies don't need to be anthropomorphized. Right. They're already because they're human anthro. people. But they were putting armor on stuff. Yeah. And making teams. So I know nothing about this. I put yeah. it on the list because I looked up like obscure cartoons mm-hmm. from the 90s and that popped up or 80s and 90s. Um, I want to watch it. And I was going to ask you, have you seen it? I have. Yeah, yeah. I watched it because that was at like the crux of my, you know, Ninja Turtle fandom. And then they were putting out all this stuff to kind of follow the model. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, I think it's a young boy and a girl who discover like this enchanted gem that if you, you can then summy. <laughs> You can sum me a mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. You can sum me. You can sum me a mummin. And uh, it's a team of mummies that put on on armor or whatever. I recommend all long lost 90s TV shows that include a team of something weird. Yes. Um, We should watch that together. There's like a special that you can get on DVD, I think, that's like a 45 minute. Uh, special of the show. It oh. didn't last long. Okay. I think like one season or whatever. That's that's what I like. Mummy's Alive. Um, so that brings us to Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. <laughs> Dude, I saw this and I was like, what is this show about? What is that? A sh- that's a show? It's a cartoon from the 90s. Okay. Uh, and so I specifically put it on the list because I got to watch this. Wait, does Dinosaurs wear suits in it? No. All right. That's a different one. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I could picture it, but I guess not. No. So this is a um, post-apocalyptic, I guess, like adventure show, I would call it. Okay. Why is everyone so ripped? It's sick. Dude. There's a Capcom game about it. Oh, is maybe that's what it's. Dude, what is this? Is it based off the game? Anyways, I watched the first episode last night. It is so good. Really? It's really, it's like the animation is surprisingly really well done. It's on par with like the Scooby-Doo movies, in my opinion. Wow. Where did you watch it? Uh, I was on YouTube. The whole series is on there. It's 13 episodes. That's weird. Um, Yeah. So it came out 90, I think it was 93. Uh, The animation's that good? Yeah. I I mean, I liked it a lot. Sure. I mean, you obviously see they like cut some corners and like their mouths don't really like move well but other than that yeah i found the animation to be very like well done for the time that is weird um uh, maybe it had a high budget or something or um whatever but uh yeah it's a crazy concept so basically the world is post-apocalyptic and dinosaurs came back i don't know what the story is because they didn't explain it great but 
um, basically dinosaurs are around and the old world, they believe in, uh, what they call mechanics, obviously, but it's like the old world mechanics. And they, uh, say, don't kill the dinosaurs, just drive your Cadillacs around. And then there's this other cult of people who are like, kill all the dinosaurs and control the world. And, uh, so it's just, it's very like radical and nineties. And yeah, it's, I had a really great time watching it. That sounds wacky. The characters are fun. The, the dinosaurs are cool, but they call them, um, they have a different name there. There's like a T-Rex, but they call it like, uh, of Vicentabum or something. They uh, call yes. everything wacky lingo. The great Vicentabum. <laughs> <laughs> but totally, I, I suggest that. It was really fun. That YouTube, 13 episodes. I love weird old cartoons. Yeah. What's the golden touch? The golden touch. So um, I went on this spree of watching Disney shorts. Okay. And so one of them uh, was the golden touch. And yeah. this is the story of like Midas touch. Oh, um, so that's the Midas touch. Exactly. Where the idea is anything, this guy, this king, he gets cursed with the, uh, uh, but he's not Midas. He's not King Midas in it. He's some, he's someone else. I don't okay. know why, but um, anyways, yeah, it's just a Disney short. It's like three minutes or four minutes. And it's, uh, it was just really funny to watch because it's got that Disney charm but it absolutely feels like a looney tune episode weird it's, um, it's on disney plus yeah disney plus and they have a whole uh, a whole what's the word uh, a collection of these shorts yeah um so totally check it out it, it was it was funny and the animation still holds up oh nice mm-hmm. dude more shorts i love shorts i really like their uh pixar shorts they actually oh that reminds me they just came out with a uh, collection of 10 different pixar shorts really yeah and so it's a uh, toy story um, cars, soul, um, oh, the, uh, uh, Coco, like all their Pixar movies and they're all, it's new. They're all new stuff. What? Um, so I don't know, but I want to watch it. Absolutely. Uh, you know what else you can watch while you're on Disney plus? Yeah. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Uh, started revisiting Gargoyles a little while back. Talked about it on the podcast. I picked it back up a few nights ago. Did you watch the gun episode? Uh, I don't know. Okay. There, I don't know if it's part of the collection or not. Okay. Um, basically there's an episode with a gun and it's all about gun safety and stuff. Oh no, okay. not yet then. Um, I did watch one where there's this like whole pack of people hunting them. And I forget if I talked about that before, but the point here is Gargoyles holds up and it's dope. And this cartoon was like ahead of its time. And I would love to see uh, like a movie. I want to see a Guillermo del Toro Gargoyles movie. Like a live action one? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think I'd like that. Yeah. Because it's primarily the people. Right. You just need a cool setting and you need someone who can do good character design in a live action world. Yep. If Henson could do it with Ninja Turtles... It can be done. Del Toro can do it with Gargoyles. And lastly in TV, Merry Melodies versus Looney Tunes. I gotta go Looney Tunes. Okay. Do you know what Merry Melodies is? No. No, I do. I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But nothing specifically comes to mind when you say Merry Melodies. Yeah. it's um, So it's, to my knowledge, um, it was the Disney... uh, So it's funny. Merry Melodies is the aspect of uh, of uh, Warner Brothers, mm. but Disney also had another aspect, also called Merry Melodies. Really? Um, which were that's where the Golden Touch short came from. Oh, um, but yeah. So Looney Tunes is obviously a spinoff of Merry Melodies, which was, if I recall, anyways. Unless was Disney's called? Oh no, Disney's was called. Silly Symphonies, I think. Oh. And Merry Melodies was the Looney Tunes. I got those confused. Watch out. Tale of Two Kitties. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Merry Melodies um, versus Silly Symphonies is what I meant to write. But I wrote Looney Tunes because I'm an idiot. So I got to go... Uh, Basically, Looney... Oh, right, because Merry Melodies became Looney... Looney Tunes started with Merry Melodies. Right, exactly. Right. I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to go... 
I mean, because nobody's familiar with the Silly Symphonies. I feel like that's... But it makes me think of the early, like, Steamboat Willie, that kind of era. And those all fall under that. Yeah, and uh, they were... Those creep me out a little bit. Yeah, they they were they were almost unsettling. Yeah, um, the Looney Tune stuff is so wacky and just uh, it's always fun. Yeah, and and I that's more of what I saw when I was a kid too. Yeah, because they would play it late night. So I have, I have a big soft spot for the the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think I think the Looney Tunes you can't really beat them. They can't. Let's go into movies. Movies. <laughs> Ooh, let's go to the movies. I'm just checking in, Tim. You still having fun? I'm still alive. All right, we got about 90 items to go through Ooh, left. 55 minutes in. Let's go. Don't be scared away. This is going to be amazing. I'm All scared. Right. Jojo Rabbit. Just watched it recently. Oh, you watched it. I did. Oh, good. Had you watched it? Yeah. Oh, you put it on the list and then I watched it. Right. It is amazing. It's so good. It's such an odd combination of comedy and, yep. and war movie. Uh, I. It's It's really good. But when something sad happens, it's extra sad because you're having fun so for so long. Yes. Uh, the balance of tones in this movie, I think, is one of the most masterful things I've ever seen done in a movie. Yes. Um, and it's absolutely, unbelievably well acted. In mm-hmm. uh, story-wise, it gives you perspectives in a time of Nazis yes. that you don't typically see. Mm-hmm. Um, and those perspectives make for brilliant story writing. I cannot recommend this movie enough. It's yep. so funny. And Taika Waititi yep. uh, is a brilliant filmmaker. Yes. He's unbelievable. He's also so good in this movie as Hitler. Uh, yes. Yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's him? I thought that's... That's him. Is that John Hamm or whatever? No. We got to double check that. Okay. I thought it was... What's his face from uh, uh, um, Mad Men? John Hamm, is that his name? John Hamm, yeah. Yeah. That is John Hamm uh, that's in Mad Men. But he's not Hitler? No. That's Taika Waititi. That is so bizarre. I thought that was Hitler. Uh, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was John Hamm the whole time. No. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Nailed it. Sam Rockwell's in it, too, who's yeah. also in Ninja Turtles. Boom. Marriage Story. Oh, boy. So, uh, say what you put in the notes. Do you remember what you put in the notes? Marriage is scary. Yeah. So, what's funny is mm-hmm. from my perspective, yes. like Rach and I watched this together, it made us feel like divorce is scary. Okay. So, because, um, so just to talk about the film, I we could talk about this for a lot longer. Yeah, this is a bigger topic. Um, an unbelievable movie. It is so, so good. The acting, here, what I put in the notes is, how can anybody be that good at anything? <laughs> Seriously. Honestly, like... It's, uh, it feels like you're literally just a camera on the wall watching these people yeah. live their lives. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's so down to earth. Like, you know, every movie you watch, it's always like way crazy things that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. This is so realistic that it's almost uncomfortable to watch because you're like... You God. feel intrusive. Right. You feel like, like it's I like... I don't know if I should be here. Right. It's their private life and yep. we're watching. Uh, but it's... Yeah, it's an incredible look at the pressures of being married, mm-hmm. the pressures of divorce, and how things could go out of control so quickly. Yeah. Unintentionally, too. Right. And I don't think I'd realized before this, I loved him as Kylo Ren, but Adam Driver... Yeah. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he, he's slowly becoming one of my favorite actors. He is so, so good. And yeah. Scarlett Johansson, too, is unbelievable. Yep. Her range is just, like, way bigger than I think some people realize. And she's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, you know, she, she really is. You know, she's in Ghost of the Shell, Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a bunch of side stuff, but um, yeah. 
it, it's just it's impressive to see more than just their their uh, uh, nerd movies, right? You know, or just her as like range. the action star because yeah. that she does that great too. Yep. But this movie was just unbelievable. If you're a fan of film, if you're a fan of drama at all, mm-hmm. this movie is incredible. Netflix. Netflix. Boom. Uh, Daredevil. So I rewatched Daredevil. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember Daredevil very much. This is when I was, or I hadn't. Yeah. This is when I was watching the Spider-Man movies, and I was mm-hmm. like, let's go back and watch some of these other movies. Yep. Um, it's god-awful. It's really, really bad. <laughs> um, I had fun with it. Yeah, so Tim had fun with it, um, but he's wrong, and it's really bad. Uh, just a couple of my favorite moments from it. <laughs> Um, and at the time, I feel like, you know, it would be a fun thing because we didn't have the precedent we have now for these types of movies. Right. Um, three things I've been waiting to talk about since I've seen it, but they just treat the audience like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> so Maybe that's why I had fun. There's a couple of really, really uh, terrible lines delivered by Affleck's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, one is he throws a guy on train tracks and he goes, you see the light at the end of the tunnel? That's not heaven. Should have stopped there. Right. Right? Instead, <laughs> he goes on to tell the guy what it is, and he goes, it's the sea train. <laughs> it's not a play on words. It's not clever. It's literally just like, just in case you didn't know, guy who I threw on train tracks. Who is not blind. A t- right. <laughs> a train will run you over. Uh, speaking of the blindness, yes. it's been well established in this film and the history of Matt Murdock and Daredevil that he is blind. Yes. Doesn't keep them from in the last moments of the movie, him touching a dangling necklace that clearly has Braille on it. Uh-huh. And there's a voiceover happening. Then the voiceover goes away and he goes, huh, Braille. We get it. He's blind. It's Braille. Why would he say? Why would he say that? <laughs> Why would he say Braille? It's like me reading anything and going, huh, English. Words. <laughs> words. Yeah, words. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't understand that at all. I got to see that scene. My last favorite criticism of this movie is yep. when he fights Kingpin at the end. One of the things he does is he slides from behind Kingpin underneath him and kicks him in both his knees. Yeah. And Kingpin screams in agony and falls to his knees, his recently injured knees, and stays on them for the rest of the very (laughs) bad scene with lots of bad dialogue. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's not uh it's not great. So I don't highly recommend Daredevil. That's he a shame. Also throws a bullseye out of a window at one point. He sloppily lands on a car and Daredevil goes bullseye. <laughs> Come on, that's cool. <sighs> Paranormal activity. <laughs> uh, I threw that on the list just because uh I, that movie like really really was scary. I love Paranormal activity. Yeah, I think it was like a legit it, it felt like it came at a time where scary movies weren't like huge yeah if that makes sense like like they were always prominent there were always good scary movies coming out but i felt like there was like a lull yeah and paranormal activity from that point on there's been a lot of good scary movies since yeah i couple that was that blumhouse uh ooh. i don't know actually. i feel like that was one of the big because i know it was a really low budget like i couple that with blair witch yeah as ones that cre- became like you know blair witch's found footage this one i guess is considered found footage but it's yeah but it's like it's not technically found right um, right but, uh, you know, it's those low-budget low style, which is part of what makes them creepy. Yep. Um, but I really loved this because of the reality of, um, I don't know, the way that it felt so... I'm trying to find out if it's Blumhouse. I guess it's not. I thought it was. Maybe it's... Um, no, I don't remember seeing anything, actually. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong. Um, Maybe they bought it later. 
Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so, oh, yeah, Blumhouse. It was. Okay. I was right. Uh, yeah, so if it was just so steeped in reality mm-hmm. that that's what was so freaky about it and the steady progression. And they even included um, a, uh, they got like pretty deep into like the spiritual aspects of what was going on in the house. Yeah. And I really love that in horror movies because I think it, it's just, it shows uh, just that realism and it was freaky. And I, I know there are a lot of people who are like, oh, whatever. Um, but I, I think it's a great horror movie. Yeah, I think they stay consistent throughout the series too. You know, Paranormal Activity two and three. I think um, there's one I didn't see. Yeah, there was four and five and six. I think there were six of them total. Holy Christmas! Yeah, maybe I'll revisit those. Might be worth it. New Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, I found the trailer to be pretty cool. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't know. Uh, I'm sorry, not a trailer. Sorry, the pictures. Okay, <laughs> I was like, what? Because I saw the pictures. It looks pretty cool. The there one... might be a trailer, but I didn't watch it. I I don't know yet. I yeah. think they're probably going to wait because mm-hmm. they just dropped that other trailer that we're going to talk about in a minute. Right. Um. So the only thing I don't really like about this is they're creating a new character to focus on in the movie. Right. Um. Which could be okay, mm-hmm. but why? I think it leaves room for certain characters to die that we don't expect. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um. But there are just so many characters, and it immediately makes me think of like, why did they create Alice for Resident Evil? We didn't need another character. Same thing. I think it it creates that. Uh... I don't know, ability where characters could die left and right. I, you know, it might also free them from the uh, the strongholds of having to create the exact character people want to see. Right. Um, and they can kind of build their own world. So I'm excited about it. I'm hopeful for it. Yep. Uh, it's going to have fatalities, hard R. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward HBO to it. HBO Max. HBO Max. Tom and Jerry live action movie is also going to be on HBO Max. Did you see the trailer? I did not. It is. I'm getting a call from Florida. Um <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on Florida? <laughs> uh, oh, it's a bad place. Bad, bad place. No, thanks, Florida. I don't know much about Florida. Uh, it's just there's a lot of people, a lot of crazies. Alligators. Alligators. Yep. Um, yeah, so I watched the trailer the other day. It does not look good. Oh, no. Even no. from the trailer? Even from the trailer. So it's live action uh, cartoon mix. You know, it's it's like Sonic. It's a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Tom and Jerry keep their cartoony look, and it looks just like... Um, cool World. Yeah, kind of like that. I mean, they're still like 3D-ish, but it it doesn't look good for Tom and Jerry. It doesn't look good for the movie because you can t- still tell like, the, and it's funny even nowadays, but like the characters are like, I get you, cat. And they're pointing like kind of close to where Tom oh, is, no. but it's not exactly. Um, So it, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't look great. I love Tom and Jerry and yeah. I'm scared for it to be. It takes bad. place in a hotel in New York. Um, Michael Pena. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's in it, and... I like him in a lot. Wow. That other girl. I like him a lot. Um, she, um, Chloe... More... more. Cl- Chloe Moretz? Yeah. Yeah. She's in it, too. Oh, cool. I, <laughs> I like her. I don't know. I, I like Michael Pena and Chloe Moretz. Yeah, they could be good. They could be. Uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So I threw that on there because it's my favorite Western of all time. Really? Um, it, and I was curious if you've seen it before. I believe I have. I haven't seen a lot of Westerns. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Westerns. Yeah. I, re- I really, I've, I've only seen like a handful of them. And even Western games, the only good one I liked was uh, Red Dead Redemption. Red but my... I love shootouts. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, in my head, they're just long, slow, quiet burners. Yeah. Until someone gets shot. Yep. Uh, but maybe I need to watch more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, every time, remember, like, Uncle would be watching uh, Westerns. I walk in, it's just silent. Right. It's like, guy opens a door, guy looks at the door, guy looks at the guy, <laughs> guy sits down. And they talk. And they're like, but not much. No. It's like, new around here? Yeah. Yeah. 
Let me get a scotch. <laughs> Whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> and that noise. It's like, <laughs> and that's someone spitting. spitting. <laughs> 100%. Oh, shoot. We should clearly make a Western short. But yeah, we I got think. it. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's a genre I'd like to be uh, better versed in because I also know there have been remakes like three t- 310 to Yuma and yep. stuff like that that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I might be a fan of the genre. I just uh, have not explored it much. Yeah, um, I, I just threw it on there because I uh, highly recommend it. It's really, it's really good. It's yeah. the most like not boring Western. All right. Well, in I'm, my opinion, I'm all about not boring. Yeah. The Shawshank Redemption is a film I've never seen. <laughs> okay, that that answers the question. But uh, it's always like number one on the best movies of yeah. all time list. So I thought, um, you know, I'd just throw it on there because I've seen it. I think it's really good. Yep. I don't think it belongs on number one. Really? Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. What I'm... a hater, dude. <laughs> you haven't even seen it. No, whatever. Um, but I found, I found it to be a really good movie. Yeah. But it's just funny. That's like constant across the board. You look it up online and it's it's usually that or The Godfather. Mm, and The yeah, Godfather, yeah. you know, Godfather's good as well. Um, but... But uh, it's, I don't know. I feel like there are better movies. Okay. But uh, am yeah. I wrong in thinking that this is a Stephen King movie? Uh, no, it, it is. A Stephen, it, is. it is. Okay, cool. Because yeah, there's two. There's The Green Mile. Yes. And then Shawshank Redemption. Okay. And people get them kind of confused at times because The Green Mile is really good as well. They're but, related? Um, no, but both Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King and unlikely Stephen King movies? Yeah. Like I wouldn't think, I, when I found out Green Mile was Stephen King, I was like, oh, it's not about like. Murder. An appliance coming to life and killing <laughs> someone. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, which brings me to a question. Yeah. What series or directors do you want to watch this year? Um, so I put it on the list so I wouldn't forget Alfred Hitchcock. What the hell? That wasn't there two minutes ago. When Don't did work. you do that? <laughs> I see it on the list now. <laughs> I wrote that question and it did not say Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I did it with my mind. That's really weird. I was just looking at it. I was like, <gasps> he's saying what I'm reading. I wrote this question. I did it while you were upstairs. What series are direct? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Alfred Hitchcock, that's a great one. Yeah, I feel like he's got so many movies. I mean, I've seen The Birds. I've mm-hmm. seen uh, Psycho. I've seen like a good handful, but I mean, I still got to see Vertigo. Mm. Uh, other ones that other I can't think of. Other ones for sure. Rear Window. Uh, oh, I've seen that one. Oh, that one's cool. super good. So you already got some. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty close, but I, I, I want to finish everything. And when you rewatch, would you watch the ones you've already seen? Uh, or I when you watch, would you rewatch the ones you've heard? Maybe like ones I'm not familiar with, but yeah. like Psycho, I'm still familiar with. Rear Window, definitely. Um, the Birds, I could, I could take or leave the Birds. The it's, ones you feel like you need to log back in, yeah. to make it a complete collection in your brain. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do Nolan, Tarantino, and Stephen King movies. Is Damn, really what well, I want to revisit. Stephen King is scary because he has like 400 movies. There's a lot, but yeah. there are so many that come up. Like I never saw Salem's Lot, and that always comes up as like an amazing horror movie. Yes. I need to revisit The Shining. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. Um, <laughs> and there's just a bunch of other stuff. Green Mile, Sean, 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 Sean's Dank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one either. Oh, I want that. Uh, one. Anyways, yeah. So that's what I want to do this year. Yep. Um, foreign movies. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't count yours. Um, what a doof. Foreign movies. So, yeah. um, yeah. What is your perspective? So I was thinking the other day of uh, how many foreign movies that we just haven't seen. Yes. That are on par with with uh, you know American made films. Yeah. Here's my answer for that. Yeah. I have seen a good handful a handful of foreign movies. <clears throat> hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast. <laughs> From the beginning. I've seen a good handful of foreign films that are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And 
that's what I think every time is like, man, how many have I not seen? Right. And the thing that bums me out is those are only the ones that made it through to our like short attention span audience over here. Right. They you know have I mean? to be like, you know, you say a handful, same here. I've probably watched maybe 10 to 15, not counting anime yeah. of foreign films. Right. Uh, and those like, they had to fight through so much to be mm-hmm. for me to even to be on my radar, sure. to be on anybody's radar. Yeah, uh, and you're right. It's like there's so many out there that well we've never seen or don't have access to or haven't been translated. Yeah, uh, and it's a wild thought. It is because I love seeing the different storytelling, the different filmmaking styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so many good ones. One of my favorite horror movies is Let the Right One In. That's foreign. I love uh, Pan's Labyrinth, which That's... Del Toro's a, a big director over here now, yep. but that would be considered a foreign film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think unless I'm wrong I don't know what the standards yeah, it's are not, I mean I think the idea of a foreign film is it's not natively in English mm-hmm. and it was I imagine filmed in another country yeah. or released in another country initially are American films called foreign films in other countries I think they're just called American films okay that makes sense <laughs> um, but we do have the biggest market we produce right. the most films we release the most so mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm not sure what the uh, on the other end of that is there's so much to explore old samurai movies I've never seen oh, so, so much many. stuff dude seven samurai that's one I've never suggested seen. every single it's like I think it's like three and a half hours. It's really long. Wow! But it's like Lord of the Rings level of epicness. Like yeah. it is such a good movie. Yeah. All right. I gotta Highly recommend. That. Gotta watch that. Uh, how many movies could you watch in a day? So I actually pulled up the number. So uh, statistic or not statistically, but it is assumed that there are around approximately. 500,000 movies in the world. Wow. So this is theora- the- theatrical release. Okay. Theoratically. Theoretically. Um, <laughs> so, a ra- a pro- and you know, this is probably a huge generalization. Sure. But just, just to put a number to it. Yeah. Which is personally way lower than I thought there was I know. Be. That honestly sounds pretty low. Um, but this is not counting short films. This is mm-hmm. not counting uh, movies that were never like uh, released or like released only on DVD. I don't, sure. I don't know what the like the parameter is other than theatrically yeah um so we have if uh if i'm sorry (laughs) if each movie is two hours long yep you can watch about eight in a day sure give or take um i know that only equals to 16 but if you're gonna sleep right if you factor in sleep but let's say you didn't sleep let's Mm -hmm. say you watch movies 24 hours straight yeah how many years do you think it would take to watch every single one i can't do that math you said (laughs) five hundred thousand. yeah I don't know, like 20,000 years? It's 115 years. 115 years. Yeah. If you watch every every movie ever made. So we are in a time where we could legitimately almost watch every movie we would want to. (laughs) (laughs) If we never slept. If we never slept. Right. Factoring in sleep, eight is the general number that people go for. Um, But isn't that crazy? That is wild. You said 20,000 years. That's that's what I feel like. Yeah. Now, this is assuming the movie is only two hours. Every movie is two hours. Um, But isn't that crazy? Because realistically... Hearing that number to watch every movie is 115 years. Let's say we only watched like 10% of those movies. Sure, it's like 20 years. It's a long time. Yeah. But we can realistically watch every movie we ever want to watch. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, Depending on what your list looks like. Yeah. There's Um, the time is there. It just blew my mind how realistically possible (sighs) it is. Because I thought we were like loads and loads ahead. Right, right. 400 years to watch everything. That's um, crazy. But this is all based on approximation and all that stuff. Sure, but there are, you know, there's longer movies or shorter movies. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a number that would make you sad if you got to the end of your life and they said, this is how many hours you spent watching movies? 
like like it was sad that I spent that much time yeah. watching movies. Um, no, because games. I I'm currently working on a list of games, yeah. and my backlog games alone is almost uh, uh seventeen hundred hours. That is unbelievable. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's just forget that question. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you looked over. I was like, what? That was two questions. How many movies in the world and how many movies could you watch in a day? Did you get one for each? There I we got go. one. <laughs> Next one on the list, Edward Payson's new movie. Which one are you talking about? That yeah, man is busy. He is busy. So um, at least the one he most recently talked about, he is looking for the lost Texas Chainsaw Massacre spinoff film. So crazy. Uh, I'm so amped. It's super cool because yeah. I, I've actually, I watched a YouTube video on it uh, a couple months ago at this point, uh, maybe even last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's such an interesting subject to look for because it's like, I believe the movie was like 80% made mm. or um, obviously his documentary will will shed more light on it than I could. But um, yeah, so people thought it was lost. There was like Kickstarters to get the rest of the film finished and it never happened. Yeah. And, and uh, I believe it was the director's or the creator's son. And he was like, we got to get this out here to yeah. the people because it like it's a spinoff of one of the characters in the second movie. Okay. Um, and there's just a lot of cool mystery and intrigue around it. So um, I just I just wanted to bring it up because it's super uh, it's cool that he's bringing all these like Internet uh, things to light. Yeah. You know, as uh, on top of the video game collecting documentary. Yeah. And uh, uh, just everything he's doing. So, yeah, I, I was... don't I don't think it has an official title yet. Uh, I don't believe so. I think he like just announced it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyone who's unfamiliar, look up Edward Payson. He's a friend of ours, and he's got, I love his documentaries. He's yep. made I don't know how many horror films at this point. Jeez, uh, um, our friend John was uh, a big release for him. Yep, award winning, unsigned. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check out Edward Payson. Keep up with him. The, I'm stoked for these two documentaries yeah, so much. The video game one's gonna be so cool. He sent me some pictures from uh, a shoot that he was doing the other day for an interview, yeah. and. I could not even believe what I was looking at. He was talking about the guy with the warehouse where it was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. He's got a, I I can't, I don't want to say too much, but uh, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, All right. I'm stoked to talk about this one. Yeah. Godzilla versus King Kong trailer. Dude. Okay. It was too spoilery. I feel like they showed a lot and I regret watching it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay, they did sh- They did show more than I thought they would. I thought they were just going to show, like, a lead-up to them meeting each yes, other. but we uh, see you a get, lot of the fights. You get more of a fight scene in this than you get in, like, the first Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're it's right. It's a lot. So, so that's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah. I didn't even really consider that. The thing that killed me, I was too distracted by that terrible song in it. It it. It was fine, but it definitely, mm, dude. It, well, it was nothing like the Godzilla 2 trailer that had the, um, you know, the, like... The one from Evil Within, where it was like, oh, Yo, that's what yeah. I'm saying, dude. The the reason this this whole universe has been so dope is they focused on this intensity yeah. of a giant monster <laughs> showing up, mm-hmm. and it's all like, yeah, like um um, um like more symphonic sounds and yep. stuff like that. And this was like, yeah, wake me up, wake me up. It was literally no, that's like, a good one though. You can't make fun of that one. But it was like, it felt like it was a movie that like Channing Tatum would be in about like coming up as a street fighter yeah. or a dancer or something like <laughs> it's it's literally like godzilla like getting punched in the face like yeah. a lot by yeah. the way um That's and kong great. would be like 
swinging a fist and it would just be like, yeah, you can't keep me down. Yeah. Always getting up, never falling down, never back down. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it was so annoying, but it's funny because uh, Edward actually said to him, it like read as camp. Like mm-hmm. it felt campy to him and he loved it. Yeah. So um, that's funny. Yeah. I have a couple friends who really dug it, but it totally pulled me out of it because it doesn't vibe with any of the other universe to me. Yeah, it's so, true. I just, hope, I, don't, I don't think it'll be in the movie. I don't either. I Dude, if they square up and like dubstep starts yeah. playing, I'm going to be so pissed. It, it would be such a, uh, a change. It, yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't feel it like would any of the movies. Um, but other than that, I'm amped. The trailer looks cool. You're it, right. They do show a lot. Uh, but it looks, I mean, that fight at the end of the in the city, I imagine it's the end of the movie because it looks like it. But Which, to your point, is kind of sad. Yeah. But it's it's okay. You know, I, I probably will forget about it by the time we get to mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, but yeah, it looked, it looked really good. This is one that if we have the option, I'd like to see in a theater. Yeah, I think we could pull it off. I, I hope uh, I hope it'll be out places. And a bonus question from that. Yeah, I think we talked about it initially, but King Kong or Godzilla, who's going to win? I want neither of them to win. So they they're in the trailer. They're like one will fall. They're making right. it like that's true. That's who, true. Who's going to die? I think Godzilla wins. It, Although I want Godzilla to win, I do too. But I think Kong. I'm more of a Godzilla guy, but uh-huh. I think they're gonna paint Kong as like the good guy. Yeah, they really they make Godzilla look like. But I, something 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 happens. something's wrong with right. Godzilla, and right, we don't right. know why. <laughs> Which I like that. Right, because I don't, I don't want either of them to be no. villains. I want them to combine into one giant creature by the end of the movie. <laughs> King King Godzilla. <laughs> no, that's how you make Mecha Godzilla. Oh man, if me- I was, I've been wondering how they're gonna do that. Yeah, how they're gonna. Do- I mean, because it looks like there's a ton more monsters yeah. in this movie too i know but uh yeah mecha godzilla oh, maybe that's why godzilla's mad mecha godzilla maybe like, they made a copy. or maybe it is mecha godzilla oh oh <laughs> dude because they'd make it more like but then who built it godzilla I don't know. Godzilla <laughs> built his own <laughs> Mecha Godzilla. Wow. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, dude, it's gonna be so. You think sick. we're ever gonna see Ultraman in these movies? Nope. All right. That would be so cool, though. That would be the Kaiju Chronicles, is what they'll call the series. That would be sick. <laughs> Chronicles with a K. Yeah, of course. We've completed our movie segment. Oh, that's the end of it. That's it, baby. I'm sad. But don't be. Uh, why? Because it's time for video games. Video games. Video games. All right, so one of the things we did with this episode, and thank you guys for still hanging out with us, by the way. Um, I hope you're enjoying this episode. It's pretty wacky. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that we did was we cleared out our note that had all these things that we had played or watched or whatever that we put on the list but didn't quite get to in episodes past. Yep. So this is kind of a cleanup. And I think video games got the brunt of our leftovers. Yeah, it it's a ton of games that we just never got around to talking about. Can I do the beeper this time? Oh, yeah. What do I press? Uh, you press up plus whatever it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> I already subtracted something. <laughs> it's very sensitive. Just don't press the button on top. That resets everything. Oh, my gosh. I know. I won't. All right, just a quick update. We're at 84 topics. We're about to hit video games. Let's get it. Here we go. First one, Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Yes, uh, this is a game I played a while ago. I barely remember it, but I think it was a game with gold. I'm a big fan of Tomb Raider. I played it. It was an Xbox 360 title, and it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Um, relatively simplistic. Um, it's kind of like a cool, is it top-down? Yeah, top-down twin stick shooter. So yes. you control 
control with one, and then you aim with the right stick. Yep. Control the left stick. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's it's a big focus on co-op. Yes. I played it co-op. It was really fun. Okay. I played it solo. I still enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, it's pretty quick, fun play if you're not looking for a full, like, thick, heavy, long-term Tomb Raider experience. Uh-huh. But something you just kick on every now and then. And this was before the new Tomb Raider stuff. Yes. This is like old Lara Croft. Yeah. Lara. It's pretty fun. Yep. I agree. Uh, inside. Inside is so good. I loved this game. The yep. ending was one of my favorite things ever. Up there with Carry On, I think. It, it's, yeah, it's uh, from the creators of Limbo. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell it's going to be like dark, wacky. Yes. The ending threw me through a loop. Me too. It yeah. is, I still like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it was really wild. Yeah. Um, but it's a great game. If you've ever played limbo yeah um you will absolutely if you liked limbo you will definitely love inside yeah it's very um, it's the next step i really love games like that mm. um and and that one kept me kept me uh really in it the whole really time in it in it great game next game vanquish uh vanquish i put on here because it was a really interesting crazy third person like shooter game mm-hmm. uh that was i think directed by shinji mikami yep. who created resident evil mm-hmm. and evil within mm-hmm. um and it's a completely different like it's just an experience. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's really fast paced. It's to me, it's like if Gears was fast. Yes. Um, and it was really, really fun. It was definitely one of the best like uh third person shooters at the time, as far as like they were all starting to feel really samey. Yeah. Because Gears of War like nailed it. Yeah. And so everybody was copying Gears of War. And so this game felt like really fresh and yeah. fast paced. And I liked it a lot. And since we're talking about Shinji Mikami, um, uh, another game I just completed uh, called God Hand yeah. was also directed by Shinji Mikami. Really? And the team behind Bayonetta. So th- they created a team called Team Clover. Ooh. And uh, so I believe this, they might have made an- another game, but this is the only game, to my knowledge, that they made. And then they got absor- absorbed into Platinum. Oh. Um, and so, uh, but it's the same team that did Bayonetta and Shinji Mikami. And that game's wild. Yeah? You were watching me play it the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. Was it PS2? Uh, yeah, PS2. Okay. Um, and it's... It's really tough. It's a very hard game, um, but it's it's a fun beat 'em up. Um, it's very you know Japanese with like you fight the whole Power Rangers squad, oh, uh, but whoa. they're all like two inches high or not two inches. They're like two feet tall, and you're fighting five of them. And they're running around you, so you're like kicking them across the. It's wild and fun. Wait, is it actually the Power Rangers? No, it's like it's like super you know. I don't know, Super Force or but whatever it looks like them. Yeah, there's yeah. like a red one, a blue one, a pink one, whatever. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, the game is just, it's very, like I said, very tough. They really, really challenge you. Mm. Um, uh, but I found it to be mostly rewarding. Some fights were annoying, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's wacky. It's fun. Totally cool. It's pretty rare on PS2, um, but you can get it on PS3 for like 10 bucks. Sweet. Um, totally worth it. God Hand. God Hand. Heck yeah. Yeah. Dude, that sounds great. Uh, next game, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Haven't touched it. Easily one of the best games I played last year. Wow. Top top three, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely in my top 20 best games of all okay. time. Um, yeah, it was just... Wow. It's a, yeah, it's an excellent story. High praise. Uh, gameplay super fun. I love the setting of yeah. it being, you know, like Roman and Greek mythology yeah. and all that stuff. Always it's, a cool setting. Uh, yeah, and you, it's very free. You can do a lot. Um, it's beautiful. The characters are great. Gameplay's great. It's, um, it's definitely not like other Assassin's Creed. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed games is, yeah. you know, the newer formula, but <clears throat> uh, highly recommend. I would say if you got an Xbox, PlayStation, buy it, play it. Uh, it took me about 63 hours. Wow. It's very long. but So it's an investment, but fully worth it. 100%. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Next, A Plague Tale. Finally! Okay, <laughs> so I played this game so long ago, and I friggin' loved it. This game's amazing. <laughs> so uh, here are a couple quick points. The thing you need to know is... Um, 
it's a it is a different breed of horror game. Yes, um, it absolutely is a horror game, but it builds its uh, fear off of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play as a brother and sister who mm-hmm. are trying to escape, basically like. Uh, what would you call them? I guess it's like a royal family or it's a priesthood that's yeah. trying to hunt you down. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really, really violent. Very, uh, It's just very scary um, because you are these kids and you're being chased by like soldiers and stuff like that. Yep. Um, the thing that I thought was so interesting about this game is it shows you the evolution of these really, really old like arcade mechanics. Mm-hmm. So think of the thing that you you get to the edge of like a section of a level, right? And you can't progress because there's like a thing going by back and forth. And you have to wait for the right time to go past that thing. Yeah. That is all the stealth mechanics or stealth sequences in this game. Yep. It's like something going by, but instead of like just something bouncing back and forth or like an electrical field turning on for a couple seconds. It's mm-hmm. a soldier that's going to cut your head off if he finds you. Um, <clears throat> or the rats. Or the rats. Yeah. Dude, the rats that are chasing you, and that's the whole thing, is there's this plague unleashed. The rats are carrying it, and you have to find puzzly ways to get through or around the rats, and it is tense and scary, yep. and the game is beautiful. I loved it. Spectacular. I yep. equally agree with everything you said. It's it's uh, really fun. It's not like... I wouldn't say it's overly scary. No, no. It's, it's, it's intense, but it's not like, you know, uh, uh, Resident Evil. Well, maybe a little more towards Resident Evil. But it's kind of close to that. Like, yeah. I would say if this was a movie, it would be considered like a, a, thriller. a horror thriller. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be borderline um, because of some of the, the themes of death and things like that. Yep. Um, it's very intense. It's very good. A plague tale. Plague tale. A plague tale innocence. Innocence. Next up, uh, so I played this. F- uh, uh, I just got the urge last year to play through all the Darksiders games. Oh right, right. Um, so Darksiders, if you don't know, is the story of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse mm. and uh, their adventures to um, basically save Earth. Mm. Um, so the first game has you play as War, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very Zelda-like. It's mm-hmm. a fun adventure. Um, I would say it's a little dated with some of the things it does. Cause okay, it came, it came out on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, they re-released it, the War Mastered Edition or yes. whatever. Um, <laughs> But still, it was it was fun revisiting. Uh, I had a good time. Worth playing. Cool. Second game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Second game, uh, Darksiders 2. Yeah. Uh, you play as Death. Cool. The Grim Reaper, basically. Nice. Uh, really? <laughs> Why? Not nearly as good. So in my opinion, uh, they, they changed. They added a loot system. They made it more like Diablo-esque. Okay. Um, and that's one of the things you'll notice by playing all these games is the genre changes every time. Hmm. Um, which is it's cool. I Could think be that, cool, yeah. yeah, it really makes cool. it feel fresh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they go Diablo-esque with it. So you're constantly upgrading gear, finding loot. Um, the dungeons are really long and tedious, and um, it just did not feel as good as the first one. Bummer. They upgraded the combat system, which I like. Okay. Um, there's more combos and stuff you can do, but ultimately it just fell flat. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it just... You know, it's fine. The story, I would say the one thing to take from this is the story's pretty good throughout. Consistently okay. entertaining. Yeah. Darksiders 3. Yeah. You play as Fury, uh, and she's the only female member of the group, so she has a lot to, uh, uh, I guess, prove. That, okay. that was the main focus of the game. It's like, you're the female member, so do things. Huh. And she's like, no. No. Nah. And then she's crazy. Oh. Uh, but this is a Dark Souls type game. Interesting. Um, so if you die, you'll lose like XP. Oh. You'll uh, same similar where you get upgrades and different things. Yeah. Um, to like change your weapons, but not nearly as much as the second one. Okay. Um, less looty and more just 
action. Less looty, um, more booty. <laughs> there is more booty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. And uh, yeah, That's this rude. was really fun. I had a good time. There was two moments where it was incredibly stupidly designed, and mm. it made me almost hate the whole game because oh, no. of how poorly done this the, these two scenes were. But... That being said, the game was super fun. I, I couldn't put it down. Better than two. Better than two. Maybe even better than one. Ooh, spicy. Um, yeah, but I do one. One's definitely like the star. Uh, but but I like three. I liked a lot. And the final one, Darksiders Genesis. This yeah. one came out last year. Genesis. And, and you play as Strife and War. Huh. Uh, it's co-op. It's a uh, twin stick shooters like Laura Croft. Interesting. Um, so yeah, now it's from a up perspective. Dude, that's so different. That's crazy. It, I, I can't believe they got away with making all these games. Um, so uh, this one's pretty good. I didn't complete it um, because uh, I just got distracted and played other things. But um, it is good. I have enjoyed what I played, but it definitely feels boring. Mm. Um, I, it's like it feels more like an arcade, like an Xbox arcade game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's cool because you can <laughs> shoot. But there's also you can do all the combos you do in the other games. Mm. You can do that from that perspective. So there That's is cool. like fighting combat. And um, yeah, the, the, the other thing when I mentioned the story earlier, um, the weirdest part is th- all the stories are happening before the main story, if that makes sense. So the oh, first game, sure. the first game is like all, all about war story, and that's the latest in the timeline. And the other three explain where those characters are while war is doing his thing. Oh, so they all end at the same point. So now we're waiting for the fifth game to continue the story. Whoa! Um, so all it's, right, that's kind of cool. It's it's a really cool concept. It does make me upset because we had to play through three other games to get the continuation of War's yeah, story. Yeah. Um, that being said, in the other games, you do get little tidbits of what happens after War. Because, okay. like, for instance, Death, his story, like, ends where War's did, but you get a little bit more of mm. his story. Um, so it's it's a really cool, unique series that I think uh, uh, you should you should try. Yeah. Um, because there is a lot of cool things there. But it's so... It's such a has such a weird history. I don't know. I just found them all real fun. I think I have one through one. three downloaded because mm-hmm. they're on Game Pass. Oh, cool. Um, or one the 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 third one was definitely on Game Pass. The remake of the first one was a game with gold. Okay. It. Yeah. So Darksiders. Yeah, Darksiders. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, the next. Uh, oh, uh, Dead Servers. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Are you nervous that servers for games are going to die quicker? Then they should. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I'm more of a solo player, anyways. True. So like, they could shut down Warzone right now, and I wouldn't care that much. That's yeah. I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> now there are some games that require an internet connection, so it would make the single player component not playable either. Mm, yeah. Does that freak you out at all? Um, not really, because I feel like those games, like what games have that? So I mean, the biggest one right now was they're closing the all the Halo games. Except for the Master Chief Collection, obviously. Mm. But you can't play Halo 3. You can't play any like of the spinoffs or whatever. Even like solo? You can play them solo. Oh, word. But you can't play them online. So that's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, like Halo 3 particularly. Mm-hmm. 1 and 2 are so old. Yeah, and 2 uh, you know, two closed down a while ago. Those yeah. servers were dead. 1 never even had online. But you can't do 3 and 4. Yeah, 3, 4, uh, Reach, all those servers. See, but that seems kind of crazy. You can do them all on the Master, Master Chief. Chief Collection. Uh, and it simulates yeah. it pretty perfectly, so it's yeah. it's not a big deal. But it just I got nervous that all my games, like all the ones I played in my youth, won't be able to be played. I guess in a while. the inability to revisit it could be kind of sad. Yeah, but I have so many games to look forward to. That's true. There's too much. Why look back? Right. Speaking of the Last Guardian. Yes. 
This is you. I know. Go ahead. All right. You did not like this game. I freaking hate it. Dude, I loved it. Garbage. I thought I thought it was so good. I love giant creatures and big scenery, and that's what this whole game is. Um, I do understand like your frustration where there are moments. Basically, you you uh, play as this little kid, and you have this giant creature um, who is... Uh, what's, he, what's his name? I forget Trico. his name. Trico. Trico? Trico. Wow. I don't know. Um, All I heard was Turker. I think it's Trico. But uh, yeah, you have this giant creature. It's kind of dog, bird, cat-like, mm-hmm. and you have to command it to do things. It does not follow instructions, and that can be infuriating. But... I loved the scenery and the story and the uh, the visuals so much mm-hmm. that by the end, and I was a little lenient on it, mm-hmm. but by the end, I kind of thought it was endearing that if you're trying to get this giant dog-like creature to do something you want it to do, mm-hmm. it's going to take some time. I don't want to spend time. Takes time. I... I say skip it. It it it's Oof, do not skip this game. Totally. This game, Tim's <laughs> off his rocker. This game is a really I think it was just like uh like walking through a beautiful painting. What happened? I don't What's know. There, there's a lot of squeaks going on. That? Yeah. Oh, it's my shoes. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was my chair. I was like, I'm about to die. I'm gonna die. Um, I think this game was relaxing and uh-huh. awesome to watch. I think it was garbage. It's not fun to play. My frame rate constantly broke. The game broke a hundred times for me. It just it didn't it didn't do what was promised. If you skip this game, you're dumb like Tim. No. If you skip it, you're a hero. <laughs> Next on the list. Uh Pokemon cards. Yeah. I just throw throw this one out there because they're going insane yeah, right now. Yeah, crazy right now. Uh specifically, so last year I collected this set called uh Shining Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh and so uh, I was collecting it, and it was, you know, $4 a pack, whatever it was. It was yeah. pretty cheap. Now these packs are going for anywhere between $40 and $50 Okay. Um, for, like, the, the you know, multi-packs and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and it just blows my mind how quickly things could change uh, as far as collecting goes. Yeah. Uh, same with the video game market. It all blew up. But yep. um, it was just worth bringing up because, uh, you know, your your kids might be sitting on a four hundred dollar Pokemon card. They, and you have no idea. Yeah, they have a pretty solid collection going. I mm-hmm. don't. I think I have like seven Pokemon cards that were like doubles <laughs> that they had, but yep. I never really got into it. But I kind of wish I got into it more. Uh, hey, you know, hindsight. It's twenty twenty. Pinko Park. What's that? <laughs> Pinko Park. Um, so this was an indie game uh, inspired by Pokemon Snap. Okay. And so it's uh, you, but it's uh, it's got like a horror twist on it. Ooh. So you're still, you're doing everything you do in Pokemon Snap. You're in uh, this vehicle. You're slowly driving through the level. You're taking pictures. Oh, cool. Um, and it's just a love letter to Pokemon Snap. Um, but the creatures, it's more like a Tim Burton style creatures. Like okay, they're, yeah. They're not terrifying. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're not really scary either. But just they're a just little like, unusual. Yes, unusual strange uh and i love the game it yeah. was it was super fun it's very quick um i would say it took me like two to three hours to get 100 percent. cool um but yeah there's a ton of different creatures there's upgrades there's it's it's if you're missing pokemon snap it is the perfect uh, uh sequel the perfect uh, uh next taste mm, the next uh, taste and then they announced pokemon snap too so <laughs> <laughs> so we're like uh, okay whatever. i guess we're getting that now uh, but yeah really good awesome pc only right now i don't understand the next one uh, oh my god so uh in december i was playing stinkmas games okay yes you were and so uh night trap i believe it was night trap uh, uh had a review score of i believe it was 237 out of 400 
What the hell scale is that? So there is this uh, 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 magazine called Game Fan that okay. came out. Uh, I believe it was strictly in the 90s. I don't think it made it to the 2000s. Yeah. But, uh, so their scale was on 400. It was whatever out of 400. Why? I Dude, their history, they are such a bizarre company. They were, I mean, they were, like, doing a bunch of drugs while doing these reviews. They were, uh, you know, stealing money. The whole story with Game Fan is crazy. You can look, we could talk about that a different I time. I want to shoot a documentary on it. Uh, there might be one, actually. Interesting. Um, but anyways, just the scale. I've never seen a scale so ridiculous. Yeah, 400? What a weird number. I couldn't, I mean, even... Uh, Rating something out of a hundred is difficult. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, maybe if they had it like separated, where each one hundred was like one hundred based on sound, one hundred based on game quality, and that, and then sure. they add it all together. But I've never seen a scale so big like no, that. No, that's insane, and it's a weird number. Like if it was five hundred, it would make more sense than that. Right. That's weird. I don't, it just blows my mind. But they reviewed a bunch of things. They what'd you say? They reviewed a bunch of things. Well, yeah, isn't that what they did? Yeah, but I'm saying like. They lasted longer than I expected they should have. It sounds familiar. Game fan. (laughs) (laughs) How many Uh, times have we beeped and laughed? uh, Too many. Uh, Next game was Aragami. Yeah. Um, I have nothing to say on this. Didn't you play it? The first level, because you made me, and then there was an achievement that was an odd point, so I had to play the whole game to get the achievement. All right, yeah, that was my fault. Um, I didn't think about the achievements, because I'm not a psychopath like Tim. (laughs) But uh, yeah, there's a one, oh no, a 19-point achievement, I think. Something stupid. Something odd, but yeah, it. I totally get this pet peeve. It's pretty garbage. The game makes you, like, achievement-wise, you have to do everything in order Mm -hmm. to get all the achievements. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, let's see, what are we at right now? We're at 99. Uh, Aragami, I think, was pretty fun. Yep. Um, I think it was a decent length, and uh, because it feels like arcadey, like yep. it's not a, it's not a, a big full game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you play as the spirit that has to stay in the shadows. It's very stealthy. You're basically stealthily moving your way through. Um, Multiple different levels. You are summoned by this woman, and you are following her to uh, avenge her people mm-hmm. and collect these little items. Um, and I thought it was fun. I like stealthy stuff. Yep. It's a fun, like, relatively quick game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I beat it within a week after a oh, few, you like, sit downs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't I, know you beat I it. I beat it when I put it on the list. Oh. Yeah, dude. Gross. So it's quick? Yeah, you didn't beat it? No, I Why play- did I think you... I played the first level, and I was like, I'm so mad. You right. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy the level? Uh, it was fine. I'm not yeah. like I'm not sold on it. It's not anything crazy. It's uh, it's fun though. I mean, I it was I think it was a game with gold. And yeah, I thought it looked cool. I I um, would have played it regardless, anyways. But you quickened my pain. I did quicken your pain. Aragami, <laughs> it's pretty fun. If you can get it, uh, if you got it with gold, I'd say it's worth trying. You'll know after the first level. If it's something that you're going to enjoy. Yep. The story was really cool. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like an anime or a short film about like just covering this. I think that would be I wonder sick. if they plan to do that. I don't know. It would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little DLC that comes with it too um, that's free. It's just a side story. You could play as oh. a uh, different character so you get a different part of the story, like a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. What's Link in the Faces of Evil? <laughs> but- Wait a second. That's 100. 100! Link of the Faces of Evil is, uh, they, there was a trilogy of Zelda games that came out on the Philips CDI. Um, I, don't, I don't know most of what you just said. Nobody knows. So the Philips... Philips C- Underground CDI. <laughs> the Philips CDI okay. was a, uh, I believe it was a VHS uh, CD 
game hybrid. It was a weird thing. That sounds atrocious. Yeah. So um, Nintendo uh, initially was going to work with PlayStation, make the PlayStation 1. Okay. And they were going to do a disc-based console. But they decided to go with Philips because they thought there would be more money. And they trusted Philips more than Sony. So they betrayed Sony. That's why Sony made the PS1. And so they decided to do the CDI. Okay. And they created the Zelda games. Okay. Uh, which are notorious for being the worst Nintendo games of all time. Wow. Um, the cutscenes were made by a Russian uh, animation studio. Interesting. And, I mean, you've probably seen it before. It's uh, uh, Link. They're all just drawn in like this. Wait, and the ones that are, like, used for memes? Yes, exactly. That animation. That's from a real game? It's a real game. Yep. Wow. Nintendo official real game. Now, Nintendo didn't work on these games. The people at Philips or whoever designed yeah. it. It's not a Nintendo company. So they made three games, and Zelda and the Faces of Evil, and um, oh, I'm sorry, Link and the Faces of Evil, Zelda and the Wand of Gamelon, and then there's Zelda's Adventure, uh, which I didn't put on the list because I okay. didn't play it. But I found both of these games to be really fun. Really? <laughs> I, I liked them a lot. That's so funny. They're they're a disgrace to Zelda. Okay. They don't they and they're not part of the timeline. They're they're the you forget about them. Okay. Leave them in the closet. But the game itself, sure, it's it's not good. Yeah. Um, but I was having fun. Yeah, the cutscenes were ridiculous but funny. The gameplay was playable. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't like well, good. it didn't respond. I will say some things didn't make sense. Like mm. you had to use certain items at certain points. But I mean the bosses were dumb easy. The yeah. enemies all died in one hit. It, it was all it was just a goofy fun time. And I streamed them and I think that's what made it a lot better. Absolutely. That's gotta um, help it. But if you can find them, someone released remastered versions of them who'd spent that time i don't know some sick man that's so that's what i played but i played the uh original the link one i played the how it originally was meant to mm. be and then the zelda i did the remaster just to see like the differences okay and basically it looked a little better the enemies spawned in better places mm. uh and there were some uh quality of life features as far as like uh uh you don't usually you have to crouch and press a button to open your inventory here you can just press a button to open it oh okay so it's just little touches but it's free online you can download it um and the for me, they were fun. They were really Great. worth playing. So Last Guardian's garbage, but you'll play these terribly made Zelda games. Yeah, Got easily. It. Got it. Uh, worst console? Worst console. Um, Wait. So, what? Best console first. Okay, best console? I'm going PS2. PS2, oh, you can't beat it. It's got a great controller. The the library's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's probably GameCube. Yeah? I, I've, I've had most of my memories on there. I love the GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. It's so comfortable. Uh, and the games are just really good. You have the Resident Evil remake, yep. Resident Evil 4. Yep. Granted, it's available everywhere else, sure. but you got to consider where these games came out Absolutely. first. Absolutely. Well, that's why PS2 is mine. It started so many things. We're in the same generation, actually. Huh? Yeah. 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 Um, I would say a close second for me would be Dreamcast. Okay. Uh, I just love it. It was so ahead of its time. It's got Sonic Adventure. It's yep. got uh, Jack Grind Radio. It's a lot of good games. Uh, but uh, GameCube <laughs> is, in a sense, like a spiritual successor because you mm-hmm. do get a lot of the Dreamcast titles. So does Xbox. Xbox True. got a lot of them, too. But, um, yeah, GameCube. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my runner-up is Super Nintendo. Nice. Uh, worst console? <sighs> For a long time, and I, I think I'm still with it, it's the Wii. The Wii. The yep. Wii. I just uh, The controls uh, really limited a lot of cool games. Yeah, um, um, I think some of the the best titles on it suffer from the controls, mm. um, and there weren't a lot of best titles. No, the Wii does have a ton of games, mm-hmm. but like eighty percent of them are shovelware. It's yeah. garbage. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, it it came out at a time where consoles were already at HD, and it decided to stay at four eighty. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was a weird move. Yeah, I, it just ultimately fell flat. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a lot of great things. But what about you? 
I think it might be the same. Yeah. I was there are a couple Sega consoles I almost want to throw out there because they didn't have as many games, but the more I think about it, the games they did have, I was a huge fan of. I loved the Saturn, I loved the Dreamcast. Yep. Um, and I ultimately think the Wii U was a big upgrade from the Wii. So I think I gotta land on the Wii as well. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Best controller. I gotta go. I think when the PlayStation DualShock came out. Yep. Game changer. It really it it, it did change the game. It I changed mean, the game because Nintendo sixty four. Sure, they had great three D games, but the controller was not yeah. optimized for it. Um, You're a GameCube. GameCube controller. I like it a lot, but but the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. <laughs> oh, is super nice. That's toasty. It, yeah, it's super. It's really comfortable, and uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the best controllers I've held. Good one. So mm-hmm. I'm PS two DualShock Nintendo Switch Pro controller. Uh, would you ever PC game? I would PC game. Yep. Um, because I just like, I, I, I like having the options. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like, I know there's a lot of stuff on steam that I haven't played and I would like to say that I'm able to do it. Like right now I feel like I'm not even able to sit down at a PC and, and play a game on it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I am still a console gamer. I think I would probably remain one. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I could ever convert over. I Sure, I've played a handful of PC games and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I just can't see myself doing it all the just time. Just can't. I just can't. Dragon's Lair. I never played that. I played this game a little bit. So, uh, for my birthday stream that happened Sunday, um, I played the first Dragon's Lair. I got the trilogy from uh, Limited Run. Oh, cool. And, uh, so, it's the first game, second game, and Space Ace. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the Don Bluth games. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I decided, ah, I'm just going to beat it. Let's just play it and beat Let's it. Let's play it and beat it. God, that game is so hard. Really? It's so, yeah, you know, a lot of people, if you don't know, it's a full animated movie mm-hmm. that uh, it's all just uh, uh, button sequences. Mm. So you press left, right, up, down, or A. Okay. And those are your actions. And A swings the sword, and you can move in a direction when things happen. Okay. Um, so this game's all about memorization. You, you see the animation, and you have to react in a way to avoid the death that comes. Oh, okay. Um, there's no health. There's no, if you mess up, you're dead. Game over. Um, so uh, what's cool about the Switch version is no matter how much you fail, you obviously can retry over and over again. Mm. And they structure it in a way where the first, like, you know, 10 tries or whatever, it'll randomly keep doing the levels and stuff like that. And then eventually you'll you'll hit a level um, or after so many deaths, and then it'll be like, okay, you, you're stuck here on this level until you beat it. So no matter how many game overs, no matter how many deaths, you're still stuck on that level. Wow. So it does give you that progression, which yeah. is cool, because the only way to beat it is to remember what you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. do. No, that's nice. Uh, but I can't imagine playing it in the arcade. It's quarter muncher. Oh, it, dude, brutal. It's, uh, so you get four lives, or at least uh, normally you get two or three, because the zero counts. But uh, in my game, I put it to five lives, because yeah. that's all you could do. Uh, but yeah, I would not suggest playing it. Really? It's really, it's the animation's awesome, um, but it's not, it's definitely not meant to be beaten yeah. how I played it. And I would say, I mean, if you were to beat it, uh, just be prepared for a lot of repetitiveness. How long did it take you? Uh, about a little less than two hours. Okay. So it's nothing crazy, but it's like some levels, it wasn't a lack of memory, but it was a lack of the controls being responsive. It wasn't really fun. Yeah, it was, it was, once again, it was good to stream. I think if yeah. I played it by myself, I'd just be like, ugh. Uh, but because I was streaming, people are there cheering. It, it was, it was fun. Don Bluth? 
Uh, so I just threw that in there because uh, uh, because of Dragon's Lair. Uh, I didn't know how many movies he actually made. Yeah. Um, you know, All Dogs Go to Heaven, uh, Anastasia. Rock-a-doodle. Rock-a-doodle. Yeah, th- I just, uh, I didn't know how many there were. And it, it, it's cool that he was able to make these games and then still make movies after. Yeah, too. I think, I believe there's a history between him and Di- Disney animation. Yeah, he worked at Disney, right? Yeah, and then he went off and made his own. And those movies, I mean, they're gems. Like, yeah. honestly, I would recommend going through and just watching uh, the Don Bluth animated stuff because um, it's it's a little bit it was a competitive studio but mm-hmm. uh, with Disney but obviously you know flew under the radar comparatively yep but uh, I think there's another one like Pebble and the Penguin or something I oh, think that was yeah. Don Bluth um, um, and there were a couple more think, but uh, yeah that's probably the name of it but I know the one you're talking but about but yeah the man also does video games mm-hmm. I don't know what's next oh me neither uh, Don Bluth uh, oh I, I recently found a love for cracking open old systems and, like, fixing them. How are you going to put on, like, crafts and hobby stuff on here? We're trying to talk about 150 <laughs> things, and you're like, I recently did this. And Specifically <laughs> with my PlayStation. So yeah. the other day, I opened it up because PS3? I... PS3? PS3, yeah. Wow. Um, because my hard drive, for years, it's been 80 gigabytes, yeah. which is fine. Sure. Um, but I always, like, where, where I was always able to download, like, one or two games, and then yeah. I had to delete them. Yeah. Because 80 is not a lot. No. So the other day, I, was, I just looked up, and I was like, wait, can I switch my hard drive out? Easy. You can do it. And I was no like... No way. Okay, um, so that's what I did, and I just I I found it was so fun to just open it up, pull it out. It was really dusty, so I had to clean all the dust on the inside. Yeah, um, but it's probably good to do anyway. Yeah, you, you should always clean your consoles, but um, yeah, I just it's something I didn't think I would have a lot of fun with, but I did it with my Xbox, the broken capacitor. Yeah, I did it <laughs> with my Saturn and had a dead battery. Nice. Um, I did it with something else too. Oh, my PS3, actually, before that. I completely opened it up and cleaned it out. Um, so it's just, it's fun, and I didn't think I'd have fun with it, but... It's kind of cool. Uh, I Do you find that, like, once you did the one, you're a little bit more courageous to get into the other one? Yes, yeah. I felt more confident. Because it's funny, a lot of them are very similar on the, uh, on the inside, because yeah. it's all just a motherboard, and things are put in different places, and they do different things, but, like, you know, I kind of have a general understanding yeah. now. The Xbox was the most, like... Re- uh, revealing one. Ooh. Because it's close to a PC. But. Scandalous. Scandalous. Sonic Adventure. Have you ever heard of that game? Uh, no, never. Not once, actually. Nah, it's just going to say I played it uh, birthday stream as well, uh, and it's still just as good. Yeah. Uh, I had the best time ever. I've never beaten it. Have you ever played it? <laughs> yeah, I have played it for okay. sure, uh, but I've never beaten it. I, I need you to beat it this year. Okay. Just it's It's on Xbox. I'll even give you, I'll gift it to you. So you could play it. Oh, it is on Xbox? Uh, yeah, it's uh, through the 360 backwards compatibility. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I should play it. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking like I need a Dreamcast for it. Yeah. I should probably do that. You do not. 110. Uh, we are at retro gaming. Yes. What do you think of retro gaming? I, <laughs> so, I'm, and, and when I say retro gaming, I mean SNES and B. Oh, in before. previous? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a little um, sketchy, a little bit of sketchy ground because I was talking to my friend recently, actually, and he was saying he has a bad habit of remembering a thing, mm-hmm. going back to revisit it, and then he doesn't like that thing anymore, and it's so sad. And it happens more often than not with retro yeah, games. That's rough. Um, because they're all so tough. Yeah, I do, I do think especially prior to Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. if you're on Super Nintendo, I think there are some serious gems on that and the Genesis, mm-hmm. uh, but there are a couple previous to that um, that are just like, you're like, oh man, I haven't played this. I would love to go back and revisit it. You revisit it and it's like, doesn't look as good as you remembered and it plays like garbage. So. Yeah. And and like, you know, we're so used to beating games nowadays, you can't really beat those. Yeah. And, and I know we said SNES and before, but this is a, a big symptom of PlayStation too. Yeah. Um, like that era 
era, you went back and played Nightmare Creatures recently, <laughs> and it just does not hold up to what you would think the reviews are talking about and things like that. Right. Yeah. So um, it's I support it. Yeah. Because sometimes you go back, you got to play the things you never played, and you got to revisit some gems. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's scary. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Uh, so that leads to the next uh, uh, thing is shoot 'em ups. Shoot 'em ups. So this is kind of uh, uh, an offshoot of that retro question. I really love shoot 'em ups. Okay, so, give me an example. Um, so uh, Galaga is probably the most common one. Oh, interesting. So it's it's a scrolling screen. Mm-hmm. You go back and forth and shoot at waves of enemies. Mm. And there's different variations. There's vertical. There's horizontal. Um, and I just I really love them. I love like. Interesting. You can get like different upgrades. You yeah, can, those, that's fun. You know, and I think I just love the aspect of like so much happening on scene, uh, uh, on the screen. Uh, Ikaruga is another one. Okay. A lot of people are familiar with that one. That's the one where you can change between red and blue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just madness on the screen. Do you remember Aegis Wing? Uh, yes, exactly. That's one, yeah. <laughs> just, holy crap, yeah. what a flashback. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's so, a good one. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know if you've played many of them, but. A handful, and I do like them. It depends how long they are. Yes. I don't want them to be a long game yeah um usually they're all quick but they're all tough they can be pretty infuriating once they start throwing waves at you that are like the size of the full screen yeah that's a lot to deal with overwhelming uh so to continue from that there's uh, a game series i guess i found recently uh that may take the top level of my favorite arcade game really gradius or gradius some people call it okay it sounds familiar um yeah so it's um just a Konami um, or Konami, uh, Konami based shooter. Just shoot them up. Um, and I, there's just, it's so fun to play because the enemies are really, uh, just really cool and unique. Um, it has this awesome scrolling feature where mm-hmm. uh, you can move up or down and the screen will move with you. So the levels are way bigger than just the flat oh, screen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you also can switch between different weapons. You can get different upgrades. And uh, at the top, you can pick which upgrade you want to use. Okay. Um, so there's just a lot of depth for a game that doesn't necessarily need it. Yeah. Uh, or didn't I didn't think would have it. But um, yeah, Gradius 1 two and then there's another one i think there's like a spinoff or whatever but i've played them all and i really really like them cool so i think they have like six or seven of them now so i'm trying to play them all but where do you play them um so this was actually part of the uh, konami arcade classics collection oh sweet um which is on the switch and xbox and all that stuff and that nice. collects uh, a bunch of different arcade games speaking of which portable gaming yeah what do you think of that um, I like it. I don't do it a lot. I like the option to do it. Yep. Um, but I think my preference is to sit down, expect to be at like a, a good sized television for a little while. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I, there's so many mobile or, uh, not mobile, uh, portable, uh, portable games that I want to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just can't find myself like sitting down and playing there. And I've played a lot of great ones, but, um, yeah, my portable collection tortures me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and with mobile games, yep. Uh, now I can't say it's a similar response because actually, if I find a good mobile game, I don't play it often. Mm-hmm. But when I do, uh, I like I like a mobile game that was created specifically for that function. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not like a mobile game that's a version of something else, that kind of thing. But like one of my favorite mobile games ever is Vector. Yeah, like that is a mobile game. It's cool. It's the graphics are cool. Yeah. Um, and that is made to strictly be a mobile game, mm-hmm. and uh, I really enjoy it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on mobile uh, games? I'm indifferent. Yeah. You know, there's not really a killer mobile game that's really made me make the jump or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's cool that people who aren't gamers will play these games because mm-hmm. they're, you know, so accessible and fun. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
Name three games you could replay at any time, and they would be fun for you. Sonic Adventure, Mario Party. That would be fun for me. Uh, Mario 64. Oh. They're pretty obvious, pretty classic, but there's, like, I played Mario 64, uh, you know, when that the collection came out, and it was just as fun as it always was. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. What um, about you? Shadow of the Colossus. Which? Resident Evil. Uh-huh. The original. Yep. Um, and <laughs> his fingers like moving slowly as he's thinking of it. <laughs> You're stuck for life, whatever you say. So I know, and I can never change it. That's, that's it. Shoot. I thought I would have had a third one, like ready to go. But you didn't. I had to think of my third one. There's two. It's always two that are really, easy. I know. Why do I have two? Easy ones. Uh, Ninja Turtles? Any of the arcade Ninja Turtle games? No. Uh, Alan Wake. Okay. I really love Alan Wake. Yeah. What else? I didn't see what else is on the list. (laughs) He's just pressing buttons. (laughs) No, that was three. We each did three. I could technically do six. Six. But we still have a lot to talk. Oh, my God. Uh, We already did. Oh, uh... (laughs) I put DBZ. Let's just skip it. Okay, sweet. Next category. (laughs) Books and comics. Let's go. Have you read anything good lately? All right, guys. I know it's a long one. <laughs> we got to keep the energy up. Here we go. We're almost there. We got 31 things to go. We're going to go faster than we ever have before. It's going to be dope. Here we go. We're in books and comics. The first one is Batman White Knight. Yes, it was a cool comic. Uh, uh, it's a story of of uh, Joker. What if he was a good guy? What if he, he wasn't crazy? And Batman's like, ah, this doesn't make any sense. Very cool comic available on the DC app. Yes, that's where I read it, too. It was a really cool experience. Next, we have Working Man. What's that? I don't know. It's, you put it on there. Ah, the book was Working Actor. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I put the wrong name then. <laughs> I, think, I thought I knew what you were talking about. Um, this is a book that I picked up because it was all about getting into the industry of acting and things like that, and I thought mm-hmm. it would be some really cool insight. The thing that bummed me out about it is after the first or second chapter, it's like, hey, by the way, if you're not planning on moving to New York or L.A., you should probably just give up. Oh, wow. It wasn't those exact words, but um, it really discouraged me from doing pursuing something that I would like to pursue more in the future. Um, so Books suck. Books suck. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. We'll leave it at that. That okay. is the law. <laughs> Berserker. Speaking yes. of books sucking, oh. this book is awesome. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I found this book at a used bookstore. It's called The Berserkers, edited by Roger Elwood. It's a book from, I want to say it's like the 70s. Okay. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, 1970s collection of horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was a song. Uh, wow. Wow. Hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast. Uh, (laughs) The first uh, one was a story called Berserkers, Mm -hmm. and it's about this kid basically being a part of these brutal groups of Vikings. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's they're they're the Berserkers. They're like the murderers, and they're intense, and it's crazy. So the horror there really derives from like the intensity of of the crew around him, and Mm -hmm. he's this young kid. And the second one is like a Dracula story from Dracula's perspective. Um, So it's this really cool collection of stories. The cover's gnarly. It's like a face with a bunch of dragons coming out of it. I thought Um, those were rats. Yeah, no, maybe some of them are. But it's a collection of fantasy and horror, uh, 15 stories of hidden powers, madness, and the occult. Damn. Um, The Berserkers. It's pretty rad. 
Dude, I want to read it. You know what I mean? Digital books. What do you think of digital books? I'm coming around to digital comics because uh-huh. there are a lot of stories I really want to read that I have access to through the DC app, for example. Yep. Um, but I am a fan of physical books over digital. Yeah, I agree. I, I uh, Digital, it's just like, it's so cool because we have such a great library, but I can't get over like turning the pages. Like it's Exactly. That feeling, the smell, like just the whole essence of doing it. I think more than any other medium, I want books to be physical. Yeah. Old comics. What are your thoughts on old comics? I I can't even read them, dude. <laughs> that's the thing. That, that yeah. that's why I put it on there because it's like they are just so they're wordy, um, and they're written in a way that's not as entertaining as modern comics. We're talking like silver, golden age. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah, like yeah. old Marvel, old DC. You Too know. many thought bubbles. Too many thought. And I like when there's really there's a lot of context and stuff. But I'm just like, get to the action. Right. Let me exactly. See you know. Um. So it. it I mean, the idea of their books. That yep. was the idea at least back then. So they want to put a lot of text because mm-hmm. you know art was tough the format <laughs> has evolved a lot yes and uh i like what it's evolved into yes cookbooks <laughs> do you think they're really yeah <laughs> cookbooks that's that's the reaction i i think they're so antiquated at this point um so there are a lot of modernized ones like modernized takes on cookbooks mm-hmm. that's really cool like if you go to a bull moose or a, a current bookstore yeah um like Meaning it's not like a used bookstore. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of really cool cookbooks that take certain angles, like um, hone in specifically on either certain diets, which has been a thing for a long time. But a lot of newer cookbooks, I think, have an attitude about them mm-hmm. that would appeal to an audience like you, where it's actually fun to read. Yeah. Um, but you're also learning stuff and cooking stuff. True. Yeah. I, I like I have I have a ramen cookbook over there, and that's cool. Yeah. Because uh, it's very detailed and it tells you the whole process from making the noodles to like doing the broth. It's, cool. It's it's very in depth, and I think uh, I would never necessarily uh, look that up separately. Yeah, um, or be able to find something as detailed. So I do like it in that regard. Yeah, and what you were saying about making it cool, like there's the Ninja Turtles pizza cookbook. And yeah, stuff that looks like awful, that. which bummed me. Oh, out. is it? Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, we talked about it before. I it's, think. Oh, so it's cool to flip through. Yeah, but it's not really practical pizza suggestions. Right, it's like gross pizzas. And right? the th- yeah, and the thing that kind of bummed me out is the pictures of the pizza. Yeah didn't look as good like if you're gonna make a ninja turtles cookbook Mm -hmm. then the pictures should be boss now not all of them Mm -hmm. um it's i'm really glad it exists and that i own it yeah but some of the pizza suggestions i was like it was almost like cartoon pizza suggestions Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't actually put on the pizza (laughs) it was just something the ninja turtles would eat exactly stupid we should go through and cook everyone oh god yeah okay good luck (laughs) (laughs) old magazines dude though are way better than old comic books yes for sure i think it's like a cool time capsule of of the time and so like i like reading old national geographics because what was like interesting at the time is like so old to us now um that it's like oh yeah but that country doesn't exist anymore like there's (laughs) there's such big changes but it's cool to see what life looked like through the lens of that writer at the time. Yeah, and I think any any genre of magazine is cool to look back on. I wish I saved all my old like metal magazines and stuff like that. Yeah. Those were sick, and some of them are worth money now. Mm-hmm. Just like some video game magazines. Are. I have recently found a love for Nintendo Power. I've noticed your collection is growing. <laughs> it's, it's getting bigger every day, but yeah. um, it's so cool. The video game ads, the reviews, the... Just, I feel like it's like such a cool look back uh, because Nintendo Power went from like... At least the NES, I believe, so uh, late 80s, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up until 2000, 
12 or mm-hmm. something. So you have a huge chunk of Nintendo history on top of all the other games coming out That's that were sick. Nintendo brand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was, uh, I love, love looking through old video game magazines. Sorry for the pause. I just nope. got lost. It's okay. It's okay. Zoo books. <laughs> I always wanted zoo books. Did we ever own zoo books? I had like three. Did you, were they good? Yeah, I mean it's like three pages. Oh, okay. It, it was, was like a uh, it would show like the animal on the front. You open it, some facts on the left, facts on the right. The back was like get more zoo books. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it was like a call thing, right? You called to get the monthly yeah, zoo book. Yeah, you had to order them. I think I had like a giant binder that screamed anticipation for every zoo book ever, and it had like three in it, <laughs> and I don't even know where I got them. <laughs> so you hold punch the magazines. Uh, no, I think they can't. I think you can put them like in a binder. Oh, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Have either. you looked for them online? That would be a funny thing to look for online. Yeah, no, I haven't, but that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. Marvel heroes or DC villains? Oh, okay. So when I think DC villains, the only ones that come to mind are Batman ones. I mean, they're like... Those are the ones. There, there are other good villains. Lots of cool Flash villains. Lots of cool Wonder Woman villains. I do like uh, Reverse Flash. Yep. Um, yeah, there are cool villains. So which is better? Ooh. I'm going to give you a book full of stories. And one of them is going to... Villains. Villains, right? Yeah, especially when you put it in that format. I would love to read through just like a collection of villain origins, villain-based ones. Yep. They're, and I mean, because Marvel... The heroes are great. Don't they get are. me wrong. But the villains are just more interesting. DC villains are so good, dude. Yep. Specifically. Yeah, DC They're villains. They're so good. Yep. Comics versus graphic novels. What do you think? And just what's your preference of like a collection versus individual? Yeah. 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 So someone handed you is like, okay, here's issue one through 10 of Ninja Turtles, or here's the graphic novel version of it. <laughs> Bless you. What would you prefer to take? Uh, if I could have either, I think it would be the issues. The issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I like graphic novels. I like collections if I'm catching up to things. Mm-hmm. But like right now, I'm trying. I'm actually looking to uh, fill my backlog of turtles so I can catch up. Yeah, I don't want those in trades or anything. Uh, so that leads to another question I was going to ask: uh, Would you say you're collecting graphic novels up mm-hmm. to a point, and then you're, you've collected them all? Would you wait for the next graphic novel, or would you start getting the comics from that point? Oh, uh, actually. So I did that with The Walking Dead. Yep. I, I read the first and second omnibus, and then I started getting the issues, but mm-hmm. then I fell off and went back to the, the collected. Omnibus. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm doing that with the Sonic comics, the yeah. IDW Sonic comics. And uh, so I have volumes one through five, and I think they're up to like 10 or whatever now. That's um, tough because it's a broken collection if you switch to issues. Well, here's the thing. So when we went uh, to, to do that photo shoot, yeah. I grabbed an issue, the newest issue of the Sonic comic. Uh, so I have the volumes all the way up to the newest issue. Oh, no. So now do I wait for the volume, the next volume, or do I like get the issues from here on out? That's I, a tough one. I would like the issues because yeah. they each have their own cool art. Sure. Uh, and I don't know. So I don't know what to That's do. A tough I one. thought I'd ask you. A lot of the collecteds, though, will have the cover art in like the back. That's true. Um, so I don't know. I have yeah. a couple broken collections, too. Like I have Turtles versus Batman 1 and 2 in hardcover collections. And then 3. It's not Turtles versus. It's and. But I have 3 in all the issues. Oh. So I don't have an answer. Yeah, it's a tough one. It depends on what you're feeling. Yep. 
Um, now, revisiting old series of books. This uh-huh. is a question I had. Is it weird? Because I opened my backpack the other day, and yep. I got a Goosebumps book in there. A Goosey Bumps. Because I started it recently, but there are these things we talked about that, like, lack of uh, of really retaining some of the things that like we grew up with or watched when we were younger. Yeah. And when it comes to reading, is it weird that I want to go back and read some of the Goosebumps books? No. Uh, you're saying like if you were like on a train and you were reading a Goosebumps that, book. Exactly. Like, in, in that scenario. Uh, I think people will think it's weird. Yep. I don't think it's weird. That's where I'm at too. I think, I mean, if anything, like I would... I mean, because you know how we always make excuses to ourselves to do these yes. things. You could say you're researching for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you're seeing if they're really scary. Making but, sure it's safe. But yeah, I don't think it's as like that's uh, and that's the joy of doing a digital book because you could bring goosebumps, oh, goosebumps yeah. on your phone. But that's true. Um, yeah, I I don't think it's weird. I think anybody reading whatever they wanted, you know, it's just like the same yeah. thing with manga. You right. Know? People are like, oh, you're reading anime. You're reading your nerd yeah. and stuff like that. But read whatever you want. Read whatever you want. Yep. Have you ever reread anything? I don't think so. I don't think I have either. I because I, re, reading itself is time consuming. Yeah. I like reading, but I do it so infrequently that that I don't take the time to like reread anything. I think that I mean, scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. I think counts. Oh, I guess that's technically a reread, uh, yeah. but not even comics. I don't really go back. I, Same. I I am interested to reread Watchmen now that I have. It's funny. That's the one that came to mind for me because when I read it, you said it earlier with movies how like uh, uh, there's like a. a a fog like you don't remember all the yeah, stuff so yeah. um and then when you watch it later you actually understood a lot of things so same right. with Watchmen. i read it when i was younger and i'm familiar with it but i want to see if i can catch more reading it yeah. a second time yeah that's a good one <laughs> someone asked me the other day how many books i think i've read in my life oh what was your answer i said like 50 <laughs> yeah that's i probably read less to right? be honest. Doesn't it feel like a really small number? Well, you see, you and I are kind of, you know, we're different, though, because not different than anybody else, but we play a ton of video games. I know. So, like, for a normal person that reads books, or, or most normal people, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, our book time was replaced with video game time. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, I mean, confidently, 30? Yeah. 30 or 40? How weird is that? I know. It feels like such a low number. We should probably go into music. Yeah. What are you listening to? All right, we are in the music and podcast category where we have no podcasts to talk about. No. Um, we oh, could have added some it. of those, and I didn't think about it till right now, Me but either. it's too late, and here we go. Uh, number one, Poppy, I Disagree. Did you listen to that album at all? Ooh, I think I listened to one song. Here's the thing. Uh, Poppy is like a mixture of... Uh, this Hi, particular album is like a mixture of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was YouTube first for her, right? Yeah. She's mm-hmm. super weird. Uh, she put out this album called I Disagree, um, and uh, I love it. It's unbelievable. It's so weird. It's basically metal and K-pop and like classical. What a combo. Um, yeah, it's super odd, uh, but I, I really, really like it and i need you to listen to it at some point because it's so confusing mm-hmm. um that i i don't know it's it's hard to know is it like metallica duty it's metallica duty <laughs> uh no no it's because uh, it's very it's played very serious yeah um but it's uh there's pop and there's elements of hip-hop and it's very it's meant to be like her metal album mm-hmm. um and the reviews for it are unbelievable uh there's one one review that you can read i forget i just saw it on wikipedia in the like reception section yeah and someone said that it was like uh almost like musically flawless 
Okay. It's weird. You got to listen to it. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Did you ever listen to Tigers of Pantang? Yes. I listened to... Is that a song or the album? It, that was the band. Okay. And I had never heard of them. And this album came out and they were this... Uh, they were an older like metal band mm-hmm. and they do kind of the power metal vocals like that. <laughs> and like, I don't really <laughs> care for that usually. Yeah. Um, but I thought the band was dope. Yeah. And uh, I barely remember it because I put this on the list like 100 years ago, but it was cool, like old school metal, mm-hmm. but it was a new album. And I looked it up and they were all like older dudes just still still shredding. There was one song I remember in particular and it sounded like Doom. Like it sounded like oh, from okay. the original Doom. And I was like, this is sick. And yeah. Like it was really, it was rocking. That's what I remember. It was yeah, like, yeah. Like it was a good jam. I forget if I put um, the name of the album... Oh, yeah. You said uh, Raise Some Hell was one that sounded like Doom. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really riffy and mm-hmm. it was just like, it was super dope. So check out Tigers of Pantera. Yeah, even I liked it. Even Tim liked it. <laughs> That's surprising. Did you ever listen to Hypa Hypa? Yeah. Dude, Hypa Hypa is a song <laughs> by Eskimo Cowboy, which are just an out, they're just, it's an outrageous band. Outrageous. And uh, this song should not be experienced without the accompaniment of the music video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's how I experienced it. Absolutely the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they do this whole like 80s neon vibe. It's basically a uh, like a metalcore song yeah. with a synthy hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics to which are "Hypa Hypa, you're pretty and I like ya." <laughs> and uh, there's a hilarious breakdown. Uh, it's hilarious in the video because like the drummer's only playing a cymbal, mm-hmm. and they just have a bunch of their friends, and they all have mullets and bright '80s workout clothes. It's a glorious experience. It, yeah, glorious is the word. We listen to it at work a lot. I've probably heard it like a hundred plus times. That's messed up. Which is more books than I've read in my life. <laughs> Sonic music. What do you want to say about it, Tim? I love it. You I love are, it so much. You already... Wait. What? I haven't said it yet. Sonic music. I put it in because I was a little nervous I was going to forget about it. That's smart. Um, But I also wanted to ask, what is your favorite Sonic music? I think it's from the first game. The first um, game. Because... Just when those songs start, there's it's just like special. They they really are. They're, I think like more than anything else, those songs are ingrained in which, people's heads. Which song is this? Um, I think that's in Sonic Three. Is it? I think that's the um. Oh, I forgot the name of the zone, but the one with the green grassy area and it's purple in the background. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. One through three are definitely, that's my favorite era of oh, Sonic yeah. music. I mean, you can't beat Chemical Plant Zone. Oh, oh yeah. So good. Or Marble Zone. <gasps> I'm not doing it. How's it go again? <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Classic. so those those ones are so great. Yeah. I am a big fan of Sonic music. Choose your favorite decade of music. It goes from 90s. zero to nine. Yep, 90s. Zero to nine? Yeah, like 90 to 99. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 90s for sure. 90s I mean, it's, easy. I think it established such a, a huge impact on what the music I like today. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, there's such a good variety. Mm-hmm. You can pick like any year, any genre, and there's something that's like a hit. 99 is actually my favorite year of music. That's um, very interesting, actually. Yeah, I, my list of like favorite albums all came out that oh, year. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll save that for next podcast. Yeah. I want to kind of make a list of like 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Good idea. Are there genres that you use for specific things? I see. So, like, if I was working out, I would listen to metal. Exactly. I would say to get me hyped up for, like, like if I'm at work, usually I'll do, like, a playlist of... Um, I don't really make playlists though, but yeah. I just I turn on my music when I want to get through work fast. Mm. Gotta um, go fast, but not it's not a genre. I don't really like. Interesting. Yeah, you just put on music. Yeah, I just yeah. music means faster, means to work harder. Interesting. But I will say I do rock for if I'm working out. Okay. Um, generally just bounce between like just whatever's in rock, <laughs> whatever's yep. on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. There um, you go. That's yeah. So I'm very much a specific. If I'm driving, then it's just whatever I'm into at the time. Yep. But if I'm working out, Mm -hmm. it's all hardcore and metal. Uh, If I am uh, going to sleep, yeah, it's classical. That's funny. I would never. I don't think I'd play music to go to sleep. Which I don't always. Mm -hmm. But when I think to do it, I typically sleep better. And how do you? Oh, that's yeah. I do that when I do. I'll do like the sound, the yeah. rain sound effect or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so I like that, and that helps me sleep if I have trouble. But uh, how do you listen to the music? Do you have your I just phone put it on my phone. And you just play your phone overnight? Yeah. Yeah. Um, specifically because that speaker is not, it's not like, you know, a banging system. Right. And I want it kind of distant. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, is a fine line yeah. between sleepy music and music that you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, why did I do this? It's like I hate it. Uh, and then uh, listen to Limp Biscuit if I'm playing basketball. Fair enough. I don't know Specifically why. basketball. Significant Other works really well for that. I don't know why. Okay. That's it. Now we're going into food. Mmm, delicious. What better way to end episode number 150 than in our food category? Food! Let's blast through this. This is going to be a fun one. What are we at right now? We are at number 140. So we're going to go over. I think we might go a little over unless one of us passes out within the next 10 segments. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number one, food that makes you sick. Tim, go. So uh, my thought with this is, uh, uh, (laughs) and I hate to say it, uh, I've said it before. KFC got me really sick one time, Mm. uh, and I couldn't eat it for years. Yeah. But another one, they uh, Fridays, the restaurant, released these, uh, uh, I guess they're like... They're like the cheese fries, like, you know, okay. the, the Caps cheese fries. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they were like that. They were a little thicker, but they were mozzarella sticks. Oh. Uh, and so I ate so many of those that eventually one time I got really, really sick. Oh. And even thinking about it now makes me sick. Oh. I can't. Yeah. They're like, they freak me out. And I get so they sick. make you sick because you overate them. Right. So anytime a food that makes me sick, it's probably because I was sick with it at some point. Mm. And now if I eat it, I get like gurgly. I can't think of anything. Well, the one that does it, but I still love them, is uh, hot dogs. There's been, there was one time in particular, we did a food challenge, and I almost, actually, I didn't even come close to finishing it. Um, I was going to say I almost finished the hot dogs, but I don't know if I did. I think you got through like one and a half or two. Like you, You did, you did. A pretty good amount, but but I got sick later. Something something hit you hard, and yeah. you just like got sick. And the thought of any kind of processed meat for a couple of days, I was like, nah, kid. Yeah, I mean, for uh, to my knowledge, for a long time, you didn't eat hot dogs. Yeah, I think until we did the hot dog food challenge, right? Yeah, which was yeah, <laughs> which what was a, what a way to reintroduce. <laughs> so we good. had so many hot dogs. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so uh, food that makes me sick used to be hot dogs. It used to be hot dogs. Hot dog headaches. Pineapple on pizza? For it or against it? Against. 
I will allow it. Uh huh. I never order it. Never order. Yeah. I mean, there's so many better things to order. There and are. I'm not a big fan of pineapple to begin with. I do like pineapple, but I don't like a sweet pizza. Yeah. No sweetza. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Give me the pizza, not the sweetza. Yep. That's my life motto. Say. That's what it is. Peanut butter, best brand. Uh, Skippy. Skippy. Yeah. I think it's Skippy. Yeah. I have Skippy a lot, and it's it's so just Skippy. It's just so Skippy. It's smooth and. If you get the crunchy, it's crunchy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So many get. options. But I have found a recent love for uh, organic or like natural peanut butter. I do like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Reese's has their own peanut butter. Ooh, is it healthy? I mean, it's just peanut butter. Peanut butter's, I know, not normally healthy, but is it like sugary? Peanut butter's not bad. Um, so yeah, it's good uh, for certain things. Yeah, in in moderation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. I think it's just a brand thing. Yeah. Like it says Reese's, so I'm like, mm. I'll go for that. I mean, it's good. Yeah. But I think Skippy's where it's at. Yeah, Skippy. Uh, Bean Boozled, this oh, game. I hate it. Yeah. Here you go, Brett. Nah, don't bring yeah. them near me. No, we're doing Bean Boozled that. right now, nope. official. We don't have time your for flavor. That. No, this one's a good one. It's either blueberry or toothpaste. I don't want it. Okay, I'll do Oh, it. I like that little dispensary, though. It's cool. So I'm going to eat it. So what you do is you pull it up, yeah. shake it, and pull it back oh, to them. You got double. Both of those are vomit flavors, so... Uh, I'm actually horrifically sick of these right now because I ate like 400 for my stream. Oh, did you do a lot on the stream? Oh my God, too many. Bro. Too many. And there, I mean, the flavors, let me just give you a heads up on a few of them. Uh, spoiled milk or coconut? Oh. Luckily, I never got spoiled milk. Oh, thank God. I got that one four times that it was coconut every oh, time. Oh, wow. Um, dirty dishwater or birthday cake? <laughs> stink bug or toasted marshmallow? <laughs> I only got stink bugs with those. Ew. That was the worst one. Um, I just got toothpaste, the one I'm eating. Like right morning. now? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> dead fish, stinky socks, booger, barf, rotten egg. Yeah, gross. awful. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, Bean Boozled is a game by Jelly Belly where the uh, flavors look the same, but they can taste very different. Yeah, it was not worth it. Yeah, um, it's a fun game. Uh huh. Food challenges. Speaking of fun games, why did I did I put food challenges on there? Looks like it. I didn't add that. Food. All right, we're gonna skip that one. Fish. <laughs> Fish. You, did you put fish? I did put okay. fish. I wonder what I was thinking of the food challenges. Anyways, do you like fish? I do. I love fish. What's your favorite fish? Uh, scallops. I think that was the next question. Is a scallop a fish? <laughs> you mean <laughs> seafood? I went straight to seafood. My favorite <laughs> fish is probably salmon. Okay. Swordfish steak is delicious. Oh, swordfish is yeah. freaking delicious. Yeah, so that's I've only had too. that once, I think. I've had it like one time or twice, maybe. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I like salmon a lot, but I have to be in the mood. Yeah, 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 um, for sure. I, I like really fishy stuff, but... um. Yeah, I would say sword. I think swordfish was a good call. Thanks, man. It was like one of the best fishy fish times. But yeah. scallops are great too. Scallops are great. We're talking seafood. Uh-huh. Huge scallop fan, mm-hmm. but they're so expensive. Yeah. And uh, if we're talking a fish, mm-hmm. I guess I'll go swordfish. I really like swordfish. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Thick and tasty. Or haddock. The best meat, though, in yes. general. Yeah. Is beef. Beef. I was going to say just steak, but yeah. I also really like ground beef. Like, I would just eat a bowl of ground beef. <laughs> I've done that before. Was it awesome? It was really good. Like, the, it just feels like you're breaking all the rules. It's like, right, because you're supposed to do something do, with it. Right. <laughs> you're supposed to do something with ground beef. Just give me a bowl of it. Yeah. So I, I've done a bowl, and then what I did, so I within that bowl, I had a bunch of bites, and then I was like, wait, what if I add this to my ramen? So I used it as, like toppings for different meals uh, and i would suggest just making a pound of it yes. and then using it for just different meals it. or 100%. just eat it yeah yeah um and it was it was great so i think that's the best meat i would say best meat chicken yeah chicken's tough to beat dude. chicken is so 
diverse. It's diverse. It's always consistently good. With with beef, you can have some bad beef. You know, whether it be like not yeah. cooked enough. Yeah. And chicken, sure. You can have that as well. Chicken, but sure. Chicken, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just, chicken, it, it's too, uh, too trustworthy. Too <sighs> That's good. tough. I do really like chicken a lot. Yeah. I'm sticking with beef. Okay. Now, the worst meat. Yes. I think is venison. Have you had it? I have, and it's always so gamey, and mm. I don't care I don't... about that it's like a thing, like, oh, it's venison. Like, yeah, it tastes like trash. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I've never tried it, unfortunately. I, I want to like try it. more different meats, like more exotic ones. Yeah, like I really want to try, uh, like, buffalo. Yeah. You know? Well, we got buffalo chickens pretty close. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Same. Imagine if buffalo chicken came from a tiny creature that was a buffalo chicken. <laughs> it was just like the combination. It's a mixture of the two. <laughs> That's oh, God cries every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's so funny. What do you think is the worst meat? Steak. You're trash. I, I don't even understand. <laughs> I am trash. I, I am a bag of trash. <laughs> How rude is it to sell someone their trash? trash. I like... immediately felt so bad. <laughs> I don't care. It's funny. Uh, I can't believe you don't like steak. It's just, it's too chewy. It's And I've had it a million different ways. I've had it. And I've that's the bloody... worst meat to you. Yeah. Wow. I would eat other things over it. I mean, corned Clearly. beef is pretty gross. You don't like corned beef? Ugh. Oh, I love it. Ugh. What would you rather eat, steak or corned beef? I guess steak. That makes corned beef the worst. Uh, only, <laughs> only because with the steak, I just put a bunch of other food in my mouth and then put a tiny piece of steak. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Worst meat, steak. Yeah. Squeeze cheese? What do you think of it? All about it. Uh, every me day. too. It's it's so good. Bro, there's nothing. Give me a box of Ritz crackers <laughs> and two bottles of squeeze cheese. Best day of my life. See you in a couple days. It's it's something. I don't know what it is about it. The cheese is awful. Have you yeah. ever looked at the ingredients? No. It's like deadly. No. Yeah. It's, it'll kill you. Can't imagine what allows cheese to stay fresh in a can that you don't refrigerate. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's, de- it's not cheese either. No. Like the ingredients is like paste or something. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm, all, I'm with you. It's so, so good. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. I like it, dude. Best fruit? What's the best fruit? Wait, didn't I put another... Oh, cheese whiz! Yes! Hate it. Yeah, I don't care about cheese. It's I mean, nasty. It's, it's, I don't it, understand what it is. I don't either. I think it's cheese, but is it's it like cheese? it's usually it comes in a jar. It's in can, a jar. Yeah, yeah. Which what kind of cheese dispensary is that? I mean, but Tostitos does the, the cheese dip, which is great. That's good. Yeah, but yeah. the cheese whiz... <laughs> It's garbage. I don't but know. isn't that that's what they put on Philly cheesesteaks, right? I guess so. But I don't eat those, so I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to try it. Yeah. All right. Now best fruit. Best fruit. Um, so my favorite fruit, yeah. This may be surprising to some. Is Straubs. No, not strawberries. Oh. I do like those, but I need that in like chocolate or something. Mm. No, it's tangerines. Really? Yeah. Or like the little halos. Oh, those are great. I love those. So that's, we were talking recently about foods you just want to like eat in their entirety or take a whole bite of. Yeah. Tangerines are one. I always want to peel it and just put the whole thing in my mouth. Do it. No, no one's stopping you. That's true, You're I an guess. adult. Um, yeah, I don't like pineapple pineapple very much. Mm. Um, that's kind of one of my least favorites. But um, yeah, and it's funny because I don't like orange juice. Huh. Uh, but I really like orange flavored things, like oranges, like oranges. But I like uh, the little ones better. Tangerangs. Tangerangs. What about good. you? Um, I think my favorite is probably parabola. Strawberries. Okay. 
I do like myself a strawberry. A strawberry? I think. <gasps> you know what it probably is? What? I think it's bananas. Oh, what but a I twist. never eat bananas. Yeah, I like bananas are like pretty comfortable. Like I, I like eating bananas. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I saw it. You know what sound this is, people? What? It's the sound of 150. We talked about 150 different things. We talked about 150 different things. Um, <laughs> I oh. I don't. Can we, we leave don't, what's we, left for the next episode? I have one. The, let's do 151. All right. Let's. Just to, for I good think, luck. Hang on. Let me land on strawberries. I think is my favorite. Okay. I really like bananas. Mm-hmm. I think strawberries are my favorite, though. Okay. Here's the last question for let's good go. luck. Let's go. Uh, I just deleted stuff. Oh, no. Okay. Um, oh, I'm stretching. Brett. Oh, what? One of my favorite foods of all time is ramen. Oh, geez. I'm Christmas. Okay. Do you like ramen? I do, yeah. I really, I feel like I never see you eat it, which I know because it's keto. It's not keto. Right, right. But are you like... I love ramen. How often do you eat it? Not uh, barely ever. Yeah, it's because we don't usually have it in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually have two packages, and it's for the kids for like a lunch one day. Yeah, but we don't usually have like a box of it. Mm-hmm. But I love ramen. Okay, yeah. anything like pasta or noodle. Yeah, I'm a down. Uh, I'm with you. Pasta you know I mean? all day, every day. Yeah, throw Dude. anything on it. Throw anything in it. Pasta the noodle. Yep. Pasta the pasta. Pasta impossible. Hey, are you pasta me the pasta? <laughs> you passing. You know what I mean? Oh, crap. That's too many things. Uh, That is phone, <laughs> wallet, keys. Yeah, that's a lot. Listen, if you made it through this, <laughs> you are a true fan. You are my favorite. Of the Keep Up Podcast. Episode number 150. Um, even if you guys listen to this in pieces throughout the week, I hope you enjoy it. Please. Um, thank you guys a lot. I can't even remember if we did the socials at we the did. top of this. We did. Yeah. All right. Tight. Um, yeah. Find us at all those places. Am I ending with end babble like usual? Well, do you want to? It's yeah, to I you. guess so. You yeah. want to? Cool. Yep. Um, yeah. So 150. <laughs> leave us some reviews if you're feeling it. Uh, hit us up on IG. And uh, I don't know. Just enjoy enjoy your weeks, and uh, we love you. Have and, a lovely life, and have a have a great lovely life. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for just being who you are. Tim's gonna do what's called an babble, blah, blah, where I give him a subject and he just talks madness for a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, your topic, Timothy, is mm, dislocated. Football face. (laughs) Bam. The sound of a football (laughs) smacks the face of little Johnny. Johnny, whose face wasn't there to begin with, appeared. No papa. (laughs) And dislocated in a place that no one ever saw before. Cheeks. His cheeks, they sagged like a ball falling down a cliff. <laughs> as you see as you see poor Johnny in his face of pain nothing begins to feel right nothing begins to feel the same and poor Johnny his dislocated cheeks the football struck at midnight time was up and Johnny was gone and I'll leave you with this don't be Johnny you see a football dodge it you don't need dislocated cheeks you only need moments of reprieve moments that last a lifetime 
Kodak. Take a picture. It'll last longer. Thank you. Thanks for listening into this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like.